And we're live. Welcome to Bet Records, where we talk about hot topics, ideas, and all the shit you really want to hear. And we're live, episode 58, I think. I don't know, 59. We do this like every that. time. You should oh, research it before. Honestly, I was going to, I don't know if you noticed, but I went over to kind of pull it up and I was like, shit, I got the stream going. And if I close out of this fucking stream, I'm gonna have to like click the X like 16 oh, yeah. times you do all those ads, to get right? it to get the ads go away because I'm uh, legally NBA live. I'm legally streaming this. Um, yes. And yeah, Real. so I was gonna click that, and then I was like, fuck. Then I'm gonna have to click that. You know, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just gonna guess. Hey, you bitch ass. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we're starting. Um, got a special guest in the room. Luke, how we doing? I'm doing very well uh, this uh, Tuesday evening. Good. Yeah, Tuesday evening. We got big boy Luke for a interview slash podcast slash yeah. Bet Records experience. Kind um, of a nice day out, too, for it, huh? Yeah. First nice yeah. day we've had in a, well, I guess. Besides last Saturday. Sunday was pretty Sunday. nice. 75. Luke Strina, an alumni of the Theta Row chapter of TKE. There you go. Um, I believe you were an alumni when I joined, correct? Yeah, it would have been May 2020. Yeah, uh, I grad. Yep, graduated. And May 2020. What was your okay. scroll number? 729. Okay, I'm Jesus 756. Christ. The only reason I remember my scroll number is because Barry Bonds, when he broke the all-time home run record, he hit the home run, and the announcer goes 756. Bonds stands alone, <laughs> and that's that's just how I remember it. That's, there you go. It's a good way to remember. Like it. I, yeah. I. I have no idea what my FITA number is. I would have to look at the jacket. But that ship sailed. Either way, you probably stood alone, right? Mm-hmm. Just like Barry Bonds. 756, you stood alone? No? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore. Good time at Teak. We had good formal on Saturday night. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, I really enjoyed myself. It was great to see. Like, I mean, Tony, our former premiums, was there. We had our sweethearts, Katana and Allison. I just wanted to go back to the scroll numbers. Like, I don't think I've got a really good way to remember that I was 729. But I know Ryan Herbold, he's the one that asked me to join Teak. Mm-hmm. So we were both CAs in Sherburn. And he's mm-hmm. just like, hey, Luke, you know, I'm a junior in college. You know, you're a sophomore. You know, we've been good friends during campus and during our time here at college. I'm going to go to this fraternity event do you want to come and so we went to this rush event and we went to a few of them and the best was uh the tico bell so yeah, basically so yes bad. the guys get together and they do <laughs> put together the spiciest tacos you can imagine and it's just it's awesome and it's, um i believe it's i think it's you're given 15 bucks by the chapter you have a 15 dollar budget get anything you want to talk about and you just make a creation <laughs> it's and then the the president and vice president are the judges. They taste them all and they say who's his best. And I actually won Tico Bell last year with um, me, Patrick, and uh, I think it was Connor Cook. Awesome. We went for, I know we got, it's not on the menu anymore, the, the Frito Burrito. I don't know why they took yeah. that off. And yeah. then we got the Locos Tacos. And then um, we got the Crunch Wrap. And we yeah. just made an insane combination and it was actually pretty good yeah i never uh i never uh won the, t- the competition but i just remember like every time out like you would always be on the toilet just no matter what open, like every tico bell you're going to end up on the toilet i mean it's just a fact of the matter so it's just what happens when you eat taco bell yeah or yeah. tacos in general right yeah <laughs> like, right especially yeah. hot sauce too yeah <laughs> but let's say you get 15 dollars you can get anything at taco bell and you just create something insane what would you go for 
Well, right now I definitely get nacho fries. Put that in there somewhere. They brought that back. Yep, they did. They got the spicy one still? I don't know. The thing for me is I don't like spicy shit, so like I, I might be out on that. Yeah. But so the Tico Bell. Yeah. Then after that. Yeah, I'd say after the Tico Bell. Let's see. Oh, there was the uh, the Nerf gun challenge, basically. So What's basically, that? well, all, yeah, the Nerf four. That's what it was. So all the guys, we get together in the house, and you bring all your Nerf guns and and bullets and everything. And we even had that. We got it to where we put the fog machine up in the house because mm-hmm. we got a fog machine for the Halloween, Halloween. haunted, yeah, haunted yeah. house. And, and we then got we put that. up the black lights too. Yeah, exactly. And then I think we even like covered the house. Like there was a party for like risk management, just covered all the windows and everything. And uh, but yeah, that was awesome too. I really, I think those were my two favorite were the Nerf 4 and the Tico Bell mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, I think we did a Nerf 4 one time, but it didn't go with no. It didn't go too well. I wasn't there. That was maybe a house thing. I didn't live in the house. I had a hype. I have a, I have a video of me hyping everybody up, but then I don't. I feel like everybody just ditched out after I hyped everybody up. So, kind of a wasted endeavor, honestly. We did but, the ball yeah. thing. We threw balls at each other. That was pretty fun. That was the, dope. It was like first, dodgeball in a house. The yeah, first Teak Rush event I went to was, um, what's the name of that um, gaming website? Um, you yeah. know the trivia, the trivia game. What's it called? Um, Jack Jackbox. Jackbox. Jack oh, yeah, yep, yeah. I know. And yep. that that's kind of like a more relaxed rush event. Yeah. But it's honestly pretty fun because you could just oh, yeah. roast anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always liked that one too. And then another one I liked was uh, bowling and pizza at one because they got mm-hmm. the underground and that one's yeah. always fun because that's more of a low key one because it's like bowling. Like a lot of ha- like half the guys I think take bowling really seriously and like Andrew and Noah they'll even bring their bowling ball. They, like, they ball for like. Professional oh, and everybody else is just kind of there, you know, just you trying put the bumpers to yeah, put the bumpers. Yeah, since it's on campus, it's all free. Yeah, yeah that yep. was one of the pluses going to St. Cloud. All like the extra stuff was free, you just need your student ID. No, that's definitely true. Yeah, I had a lot of fun at the bowling, the pizza. I think it was so. I went to that for Phyton. Who was it that I think it was John actually? He had his own bowling ball. That wouldn't surprise me. And like, that would be and the person I would guess. I forget yeah. who set up there, just like he bowled in high school. I was like, wait, what? high school bowling yeah like a yeah like like an actual sport kind of thing well i mean it's a thing on espn varsity right and like i don't know random example but like some high schools have boys soccer some don't you know it just depends you know on the population size obviously and maybe you went to california or something and they have a lot more clubs like that too honestly because i know john's been everywhere so Wasn't he living like Nashville or something now? Something. No, he lives he lives back in uh, Rochester. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, so. he has a kid now and a wife. I saw that. It's awesome. Hmm. My big, my big. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. So speaking of different towns in Minnesota, Luke. So where did you kind of grow up? Uh, where did you spend your middle school, high school days? Did you move around a lot? Where were you kind of located? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, born in Fridley, Minnesota, and then I I grew up primarily in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. So I was the oldest of three younger brothers. And when I was in second grade, actually, my dad got a job opportunity in Corpus Christi, Texas. So like for geography, that's like about two hours south of san antonio right mm-hmm. on the ocean yeah. so like it's called you know gulf of mexico there's uh two spring break destinations there it's uh mustang island and then i'm blanking on the south other padre. one yes yeah, south padre that's the yeah, other one really? yes sir okay. and then that was awesome so then uh we were there for a year and a half because my mom got homesick so that was kind of like a tough adjustment i think for her and like yeah. us kids like just you know le- leaving your friends so we came back i was i, I was in third grade and then ever since then, I, I went to uh, Hoover Elementary School, 
then Coom Rapids Middle School and Coom Rapids High School, and that, that was a great experience. Yeah. So nice. What uh, kind of activities or clubs yeah. did you kind of do in high school or middle school growing up? Yeah, yeah. I was I was in a German club, and then I was in a debate as well. So not not really much more on the athletic side, but more yeah. of the, the arts. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed those, though. I mean, because I... Uh, what did you do for German club? Yeah. Was so, it like you just spoke German with a bunch of people? Or? Yeah, but, I mean, that was a part of it, definitely. So German food, don't you? Yes, sir. So we put together, uh, like for Christmas, we put together the gingerbread houses. And then I think one time, we even made sauerkraut to win like i had broad burst and th- you know they just did the whole nine yards so yeah. and i think too we tried to have like guest speakers come in and talk about their things but then we did like just fun things too like one time we went to uh valley scare for halloween oh, that's cool. that was a lot of fun too mm-hmm. so it's like you know you do your you know you definitely do the german speaking too but yeah. then you got the <laughs> <laughs> right uh, when does valley fair yeah. open up again uh, very been. soon, I think in May sometime. I've never <laughs> been. I want to yeah. check it out. You've never yeah. been to Valley yeah. Fair, dude. No. I, I, oh, growing yeah. up, growing up, we back on the east and other parts of the country. I don't know if you guys know Six Flags. Yeah, Six they're Flags all over the place. Heard of it? Yeah. And also <laughs> Bush Gardens too, but Valley Fair is just strictly just a Minnesota amusement park. Yeah. Like what's yeah. what's like the main attraction there? I would say mostly roller coasters. Like uh, they've got the the wild thing, right? Yeah, and then yeah. there's they got the corkscrew. Yeah. And then let's see what else. And then the food's always good too. I'd yeah. say those yes. two things primarily. I like the. I've only been there two, uh, three times in my life. Once in high school, I went on one ride and got food because there were so many people there. We stood yeah. in line for the wild thing, two, three, four hours. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. Only ride we went on, and then we got a bunch of food. And then the other two times, I did the water park primarily and then a couple water of rides as cool. well yeah the water park's pretty cool the lazy river's kind of dumb because you go around it once have you done the, the water park there yeah i yeah. have right I you go around it once and then there's a there's a rope so you gotta like get out and give your tube yeah. to someone else and then go back in the end of the line well like, i do like going around what is it like the wave pool i like that the wave pool oh cool. yeah we're all little kids peeing Those are yeah fun. i bet you would like that what, what? i don't think you should put little kids in that pool Oh, the, the one man. that like simulates yeah, the giant waves. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you just gotta go up near you the front where it's like 12 foot waves. Dude, when we go to Valley Fair, you'll see. It's just full of little kids, bro. Okay. Honestly, what about that um indoor water park by the Mall of America? Water park oh, of America? Oh, yeah, that's That's dope. all right. I don't it's know. dope. It's all right. And then I see a bunch of people, they'll drive four hours and go to um what's in Wisconsin? Wisconsin, Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Dells. Dells is lit. That's no. where it's at. Have long, how many times have you been there? Once. I've just been there once. Yeah. Have you gone? Yeah, I've been uh, Wisconsin Dells two, I think two or three times. Like more, more when I was younger, like family get-togethers. Yes. Be, I was gonna say another uh, good one. I think is uh, Bunker Bunker Beach. I want to say it is in Coon Rapids, yeah. or they've got a wave pool too. That's yep. kind of underrated. Yeah. I haven't been there since. Geez, I think middle school or so. Yeah. But I remember it being fun. I mean, it's, I remember it vaguely. Yeah. yeah, there's but... some there's some cool stuff out there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I definitely get uh, I definitely get sick if I went to the Valley Fair again. That's what I, I do it every yeah. time. I get I go on too many rides, and then my stomach gets upset, and I always I'm like, nah, I'm okay. I'll push I'll push through it. And, and usually, then I take that one extra ride, and then that's what does it. And then usually before that, you eat like something fat ass. At the yeah, true. Park. Yeah. There was like there's like this test online. It's just like, all right, how many times can you ride this roller coaster after eating two chili dogs before throwing up? <laughs> yeah. Gross. I paid to be the person behind you. <laughs> That's true. Can you imagine on the uh, what's the one that goes upside down? Is that the corkscrew? Yeah, I think it's not the wild thing. I know that, but is that the corkscrew? Can you imagine going upside down and somebody pukes at the top and then it 
as you circle back around, it like lands on you. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it's right raining puke. Oh, it's a bird. <laughs> not that's definitely not a bird. <laughs> The, pe- the stupidest people are the ones who bring their phones on the ride and are filming it because if you drop yeah. your phone, you're not getting it back. Like, uh, you, you can go up to one of the staff and say, can you retrieve my phone? They'll say no. Yeah. What? That, no, that's not, that's not their job. Someone will get it. Yeah. They won't do it during regular hours because the, mach- the machine's running. And besides, it probably didn't survive the fall either. Yeah. Well, all right, but I, like, if you lose your hat, someone's going to go get it, I think. I don't think they would do it during regular hours because that's dangerous walking into the under track. Pause the ride for five minutes. Someone runs out on a ladder. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I I remember like being a person with glasses. That's always be a difficulty. Oh, or like yeah. you know, hey, what's gonna happen here? But fortunately, I've never had any problems. But I mean, do you take your glasses off for like roller coasters no, or something? Or no, I've never had to. It's kind of a risk that I've always taken. But yeah, I probably <laughs> should. I mean, it's like I probably should honestly, because I mean, like you said, if your phone or glasses, I mean, that's I mean yeah. broken easily. Your hat'll survive at least. Right. Or like I mean, this, that doesn't you know. And it's a hat, too, but glasses yeah. and a phone, I mean, you need those. I mean, Yeah, it's a couple hundred bucks, probably, because yeah. I don't have glasses, yeah. obviously, so I've never thought about it. But, like, I think about my hat, honestly. Like, I'll put my hat in a cubby or something going on a roller coaster. Why would you want to wear your hat in the first place? That's, because yeah. I'm wearing it already. Yeah. You want to flip it on backwards. I still don't want to take the chance. I mean, you're going through a roller coaster and your head's bouncing around. No, that, that, that thing's going to fall off. I don't know. The, I try not to keep that's it. That's like my two hats I lost over last summer on the boat. Oh, yeah, literally. Because I always forgot to take it off or put it on backwards yes. and then fly off. Remember when we, was that the Hudson River where we had to circle around for we it? We did it twice. The we Hudson. did that twice. I lost I lost my favorite hat last year for sure. Yep. And then I recovered so, it, yep. one of the hats twice. Yes. Pretty sure the Hudson River's in New York. No. Yeah. Whatever. What's the one in the St. Croix? or is it St. Croix is in Hudson, right. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes, Hudson, that's Wisconsin. Yep, that's okay. what I was thinking. Yep. Uh, that, is that the, I think that's the one where my hat flew off and we circled back uh, around for it. And it was gone? No, I think I recovered that one. Okay, I was going to say... I lost a hat at Pleasant. That's where I lost one of my hats. Because both times... Oh, shit, my hat. Okay, it's spinning around. All right, we're going around in a circle. You know what's fucked up, too? I was all... Not right away, but you know what's fucked up is I was almost three for three in recoveries, but I, I literally dove in the water and I like had it in my hand and I just like I fumbled it like I was trying to pick up a baseball or something. Yep. And it, I just started seeing it sink, and I tried to like reach in under the water scoop it. to scoop it. Yep. And I missed, and it sank, and I was God. like, Fuck. I mean, how deep is that lake? I don't know, 12, 20 feet? Yeah, but still, you don't want to do that in a murky ass lake. I'm not, all of a sudden, I'm not diving yeah. in. All of a sudden, I'm talking a crocodile. A crocodile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say, don't swim to the bottom of a lake because you don't know what's down there. No crocodile. It's not a crocodile, I'll tell you that one. <laughs> no, but have you ever seen the videos of people putting on the scuba gear and then going into a quarry and seeing all the shit that they find? They oh, find yeah. hundreds upon hundreds of dollars that just sunk to the bottom, phones, sunglasses. Makes me just want to put on the gear and just, like, steal everybody's money that they lost. Yeah. More more so, like, go hunting and get everyone's collectibles. Like, find a hat and then dry it out or whatever, yeah? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think cash would survive in the bottom of the lake, but... Mm. Probably not for that long, at least. I Like, if it's underwater, I think it would still be intact, but once you bring it up... I don't think it's oxygen. Well, there's oxygen in the water, though. Unless it's in, like, a... 
unless it's in like a closed chest or something where it's there's no oxygen in there, but it'll still it'll still de- degrade over time yeah, in the water because there is like... oxygen in the water and that's yeah. what, that's typically what like ruins shit over time is the oxygen. Mm-hmm. That's 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 true. That's true. Um, what I'm trying to think of something that I lost like that. Oh my god, yeah, my hat in Florida. I couldn't think of what it was. Kayaking, same thing as this. I had my hat forward. Wind off the water is pushing your hat back. Lost it kayaking. I'm like, oh yeah, backpedal the kayak. No, no, no. Long, long gone. It was 10 p.m. It was dope. We went glow in the dark night kayaking. So we had like glow sticks and you know LED lights on our kayaks and shit. It was pretty dope. But and I didn't have a hat the rest of the trip, so that kind of sucked. Yeah. Wow. So I got uh, I got out of it that are you you're not originally from Minnesota, right? No, I'm from no, but uh, born and raised. But Minnesota. you just moved away and moved back. Yep, moved away and moved gotcha. back. All right, yep. and go to Tater Tot Hot Dish, right? Yep, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's not casserole, Tater Tot Hot Dish. Hot dish. I remember you yeah. said Corpus Christi, Texas. What's yeah. the university in that town? Because that's is it Southern Methodist? Yeah, you remember that was second grade. You're right, it's so. all yeah, the way right. back. It's like a quiz time. Yeah, school you're always attached in second grade. Yeah, that's true. I remember the towns that I was born in, the town I lived in for two years, four years. Yeah, but you got a crazy memory, Justin. Yeah, not everybody has a crazy memory like that, bro. I don't remember the university. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I know. I do remember they got the USS Lexington, and I do remember touring that. That was really cool because it's like an old World War II naval base. And I went up there with my my grandfather and then my family. That was awesome. I mean, just I remember just being like, you know, because they'd show how the operations and how the whole ship runs. So yeah. I highly recommend that. But that was way back when. So that was awesome, though. Sure. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your favorite restaurant in the state of Minnesota? Favorite restaurant? Oh, it's probably gotta be Val's. Val's. I remember and the that, whole state, huh? Yep. I think the whole state's <laughs> gotta be Val's. Cause I remember the first time I went there. It was freshman year, and uh, two of my college buddies, they you know, we had just met. It was uh, Nathan and Nick, and yep. they were like, hey, have you ever been to Val's? I'm like, no. And then they're like, you're, you're in for a treat. So they told me, all right, you got to go, and you got to get the the cheeseburger. You got to do the medium fry because you don't want to do a large because it'll be half <laughs> yeah. your bag. But they didn't, yeah. they didn't explain why. They just said, hey, you got to do a medium fry. They like, the yeah, large, they didn't tell yeah. why. And then they and then they said you got to do the shake too. And when and when I in, went into, I didn't know how to like order necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know how it worked at all because they left it all. I mean, they left it so you know surreal. It's like you walk in, it's like all right, first time experience. But anyway, we order our food, so I get the you know the burger, the shake, the shake and the fries. And anyway, I'm eating it. And I think I I was like I was hungry, so I was either eating in the car or some or something along that lines. Or when we got back to the house, for sure in the living room, my my shorts are just covered in the fry grease. You know, because that leaks through the bag, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's two big holes of grease. <laughs> I was like, and so since then I haven't made that mistake. But Val's yeah. is that I mean a treat, especially if you're saying clouds. So. You know what's weird about it too is that when you first walk in there, you're like, yeah. holy shit. This place is a dump. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you when you look at it, you're like, this is, a little on the this, side. This yeah. is your favorite burger place, yeah. huh? Yeah. Okay, all right, I'll order. I'll try it. But Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like Josh when I told him this is the best pizza I have in New York. He looks at the pizza and mm, really takes a bite. He looks at me and goes, Justin, I'll never doubt you again. Dude, all those little hole-in-the-wall places, they always look like a fucking dump. What about, yeah. uh, what about Gilberto's? I remember Ooh, Sam yeah. telling me a story. Yeah, you guys went after bar clothes one night, and he just showed me, like, the face you made when you got a burrito. You were just, like, so happy. He even showed me the face. You were kind of like, 
That, yes, that is true. I do like Gilberto's because they're the, like one of the only places in San Cloud that's open 24 hours. So it's like yeah. when you go after bar close, like they're the place to go to. Uh, but no, I, I do love I just I like honest, I've only ever been there, I think four or five times total. But every time I go there, it's a treat, though. I think I really like that. I've only ever gotten the burritos because they're just mm-hmm. that good. But yeah. I think me too. That's usually open. Their tacos are kind of whack. Yeah. But yeah. Burritos are slap. What's the other one that's like a burrito? Maybe there isn't one. Uh, quesadilla. No, no. Enchilada. Mm, that's enchilada what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, my white ass couldn't think of it. But that's all right. Um, have you been to Val's recently? No, actually, I haven't, believe it or not. Because, yeah. so my friend, one of my good friends from high school comes and visits maybe once a year or whatever and hangs out for a weekend, whatever, and he insists we got to go to Val's at least once, if not twice in a weekend. That's how much he likes wow. it. Wow. Yeah. He, Trent, he came last year and we went to Val's and he's like, they like lower how many fries you get per bag or what now? So, I, and I'm like, you know what? It kind of seems like it. So I don't know if they're kind of skimping out on the fries yeah. now versus inflation once a kind of a deal. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a check out again. It's been that that was the last time I went as well. It's it's just it's by my house, but it's just kind of out of the way, and it's really not expensive though. That's the best no, part. Yeah. yeah, you can it's, get the burger, fries, and a shake for ten bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. going back to what you said, like you walk in here, like this place is a dump. It's not a dump. It's just outdated because remember it opened back up in the fifties when yeah, restaurants changed it. places like that in the fifties were like that. It wasn't a sit down. It was just like a go in, grab, and leave. Yeah. So because Val's is from the fifties, their owner passed away in God ten years ago, and it's just got that fifties vibe to it. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, kind of like how McDonald's was like when it first started. You know, I kind of like, kind of the same deal. You know, you walk up and you're like, "What the fuck is going on here? Like, why? Where do I eat?" So not including food, but just a fast food place I haven't been to in a while, but I love how they service is Sonic. Oh, you know, yeah. They drive yeah. up, they come out with roller skates. I, I fuck with that. Yeah. Are we supposed cool. to get one in St. Cloud? Yeah, there's. I saw one. that, yeah. But where's the close one? I think it's in Monticello or. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds they, right. They got a good one in Elk River, too. I've been there a couple okay. times, but I, I do like love three or five. I don't think they really do the roller skates in Minnesota, though. Probably not with the ice and snow. Uh. Yeah, probably not too, <laughs> probably <laughs> too Probably not too yeah. safe on the ice. <laughs> Uh, first time I ever went to Sonics was in Colorado. Super random, but was there for a family trip, and my parents, oh, uh, midnight, what are they, shakes, or it's half-price shakes or drinks, or whatever it was. And Smoothies. So they that's my, maybe what it was. Maybe yeah. it was a smoothie. That's what remember, they're really but. known for, is their drinks and yeah. their chili dogs. It was like happy hour or something, so we went all the time, but I'm going to go check on your little puppers. Yeah. He's just barking at nothing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Dogs are weird like that, dude. I mean, yeah, they see shit outside, and they're like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm just going to bark at it, you know? Yeah, have you ever seen um, how some dogs react when an ambulance drives by? Barking at nothing? Yeah. yeah. Barking at the door. Maybe the mailman's here. Mm. At, at <laughs> the mailman's here at 8 o'clock at night. Maybe. Hey, maybe you got your Amazon delivery just showed up, huh? I didn't order anything. <laughs> My shoes are supposed to be here by 9 You didn't order so. the remote? No. Sus. That happened last night. Dude, I had a new remote here in two days. Okay, it's been a day. All right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we'll check I, tomorrow. Really, I really hope a Sonic <laughs> comes to St. Cloud. I don't know where they would go, but right by our house, actually, there's, there was this, um, so when you're turning left at the McDonald's coming from, you know, the mall area, Yep. they, before I moved in, or right as I, no, before I moved in, there was just nothing but trees there. They all tore it down. I was like, okay, they're doing something here. And we find out they're putting in another fucking car wash. A Mr. Car Wash, yeah. Nobody it's a clutch gives location. gives a shit about car washes, Oh, you though. have no idea, bro. 
That is prime real estate for a car wash. Okay. You have no idea. It's a good spot. I, I, I yeah. could literally just wash my car at home. You you not could spend any money. Yeah, but why would you? Because I don't want to spend money, and it's a do-it-yourself kind Dude, of thing. Dude, when you get to that a uh, certain point, you don't want to do that kind of shit. And that is a clutch location, because mainly it's right all it's Walmart, all geography right? and it's all it's all placement. Because first of all, right now you have Mr. Car Wash right down t- like on Division. You have that new Tommy's place near Way Park, getting all the Way Park traffic, and then you have Crew, which is trying to take. Um, Mr. Carwash's market share in that downtown St. Cloud area. So by putting up a Mr. Carwash over in Sartell, A, you're going to get everybody from Sartell because people, like, honestly, from Sartell, I I would not want to drive. I do, like, I don't drive just to St. Cloud to get a car wash. Mm -hmm. Now, honestly, if I'm not doing anything, I might just drive over there and get a car, because I have Mr. Carwash. And so you're going to get all the Sartell people. And then also what people, you don't, think about is that there's a major highway that runs right there too and then you go over the bridge and that's what is that sock rapids right there Mm -hmm. over the bridge so you're gonna get all of sartell you're gonna get all of sock rapids and you're also gonna get a lot of highway traffic coming off there so it's actually a prime location because you just took 90 percent of the market share from the two two higher grossing cities in the area because way I think it goes uh, Sartell, Sock Rapids, and then Way Park, then St. Cloud for income per per household. Sure. So you take you're taking the two highest uh, income per household and basically Cities. getting up. Yep. But my whole thing about it's 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 a very good location for what it is. But my whole thing is what you said actually the other day is I think we need another restaurant in Sartell. We do need another restaurant. I, I really hope I don't know do. how big they're making that car wash, but that whole area it can't be is. That big. That whole area is pretty big, honestly. That'd be a good spot for a Sonic, too. Yeah. I was just thinking uh, another good place for a Sonic would be right down Division, like, you know, Highway 23. If mm-hmm. you go towards uh, Wade Park, that ultimate uh, sports bar yeah, and grill, right kind of by Marcus Theater, like where they got those Helltels coming yeah. in. Or I, I really like that location because they got a lot of up things popping up yeah. there. And they it's got, kind of like a They yeah, need yeah, to they make like a new, parking yeah. ramp over there is what they need. That's a I good think they would you get can't park at Ultimate. Save your yeah, life. yeah, it takes. Yeah. You have to walk like ten minutes to get an Ultimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, I've yeah. been there twice, and both times I had bad experiences with their what? food. <laughs> at Ultimate, with their food. Well, what are you ordering oh. though? All yeah. right, so first time I got the wings, undercooked, rubbery, nachos. The meat was oh. overcooked. Gordon Ramsay, okay, continue. And it just wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't what I expected. You walk into a place like this, you're like, this food must be really. Well, what time? Yeah. What time did you go at though? Um, so was it dinner time or ultimate, was it ultimate was dinner time and same thing with the same thing with the nachos it was dinner time because if it's dinner time then that's their fuck up but if you go at like if you go at like 11 or 12 at night and you order you some shit like there. that it's gonna be fucked up that's just how nope. it is both were dinner time they're they're probably the amount of food that goes out between I'd say 10 and midnight is probably the most other than dinner time. Well, what time does their kitchen close? I was gonna say usually places are eleven, but I don't know what yeah what there are because most like MCs is eleven or is it ten? MCs is ten. Yeah. Ten. Okay, yeah. so it might even be. 10. I heard MCs well, actually has some pretty good food. And with Ultimate too, I'll gotta be honest. Like the food, I don't even remember the food to be honest. Or like I couldn't tell you what I order. What I do remember though is the <laughs> atmosphere. I mean the TVs yeah, and like the people are like it's just electric. I mean yeah. I always have a blast there because like I've never been in there when it's not hopping and like it's not rowdy. 
and kind of like I like the lively scene and that sort of thing. Yeah, so the I get always down it, for the that. Vibe of it. Yeah, that yeah. I always say I always think like an atmosphere, a restaurant's two things. It's like atmosphere and then the food. I think that's what I always go by. Yeah. yeah. Did you go for like football? Yeah, I think. What? Oh, yeah. let's see. What? Yeah. What do even was it again? I want to say I think it was a football game. I mean, I because I remember like the games that stand out was like the Minneapolis Miracle. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, mm-hmm. and that was awesome because like even the crew and everybody they were doing the skull champ uh, the, the ultimate sports i think it was just like in general i don't even think there was a sports game going on honestly yeah. i think it was just like uh we were yeah because the, t- the times i went it was for well one time was in it was actually all the way back in august because my uh parents they had just helped my brother and i move up here because we live together in an apartment sure, oh, sure. and when we they drew like we and we just went in it was like a going away dinner type of thing and it was like yeah. and yeah and i don't even yeah, i don't even think there were any sports on and all honestly Probably, we just yeah. picked that one to go on but yeah. it was packed though and it was that uh, we just had a great time and yeah. really memorable did you see those like speakers too that they had at some of the tables yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yes sir because i went i think i've only been there twice once was for, well, we didn't go for a football game, but it just happened to be Thursday night or Monday night, something like that it was, you know, Monday night football. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I grabbed one of the speakers and had it turned up next to me and whatever, and the other time was just whatever. There's nothing going on, but kind of fun. Um, speaking of moving to St. Cloud, yeah. so you graduated high school. Why in the fuck did you end up in St. Cloud? This is my favorite question to <laughs> that, ask. Oh, that, that is a great question. I think, honestly, like, so my mom and dad are alumni here, and they oh, actually yeah. met here. Sure. So uh, I think that was a huge reason. Like, there's just, like, I've got family to oh, and So folk. they signed you up, probably. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, they were, they were like, yeah, when I was born, they were like, oh, we went to St. Cloud State. He's going. Yeah. No, ultimately, <laughs> I think it was, like, it was a lot of reasons. Like, I think I just, I really liked the like the vibe of the town like they got uh like it's like a small town feel but then they've got i mean big town everything's within the distance yeah. Yeah. and then too i think my mom and dad were definitely a push and my like my grandparents they're near little falls in uh flensburg small town of like 300 people they're only 45 sure. minutes away so <laughs> family and friends are pretty close but they got a pretty good uh um, elementary ed. they got a pretty good teacher program too like they're really good at uh teacher programs they've got a great business program and then they have a really uh fantastic nursing program too yep those are the yeah i would say those are the definitely the big ones so yep yep certainly um is that what you wanted to do out of high school elementary ed yep yep that's right uh basically i would say it really started with um because i yeah i'd started with uh because my three younger brothers like my mom and dad would always work late so i'd help them out with homework and everything and you know it was was just there kind of as like a role model and that sort of thing so i think that was a big big push so yeah yeah, big influence yeah that's a good way to put it certainly certainly so you're not in school anymore when did you graduate unfortunately i'm not not in college yeah. i think it's like that's the like no a great time and everybody's yeah. like no may, yeah. may 2020 is when i graduated nice 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 good i was gonna say i thought yeah. you said you were done already yeah when yeah that's right. Justin said alumni i'm like okay he's gotta be done with school then so, yeah so what are you what are you doing now are you working out of school already or? yep yep that's right so i do a uh, sixth grade oval uh, over at uh, ogilvy elementary oh uh, okay. sixth grade yep actually fifth and sixth grade so i got uh two sections of uh uh, sixth grade writing, two sections of fifth grade writing, and then a section of sixth grade reading. So that's been a blast because uh, our uh, Teak alumni, Jacob DeBoer, he's actually from uh, Ogilvy, born and raised, and he actually knows a lot of the, he knows like all the staff basically there. In mm-hmm. fact, his dad was even on the school board, and I think his mom worked on the uh, 
lunch menu. So you just lunch, or, yeah, lunch uh, team or so, and they they just have a, a really nice community. I mean, I, I highly recommend it there. Good. So. I even asked Jake if he knew yeah. Chris, and he had no idea who he really? was. And I was like, "Wow, that, yeah. that's a tiny little town." How yeah, right. Because it's a like, nobody, let's see but... here, like three hundred and ninety-eight. I want to say yeah. something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. if I know if that I'm smaller town, yeah. that's why I believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. And how how far away is it? Not yeah, it's a, a little. Right yeah, fifty minutes. Yep. Oh, yeah. really? So yeah, you've that every day. Right. Well, for, uh, from Sartell, fifty minutes. From St. Cloud, for, forty-two miles. So forty-five minutes. Yeah. 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 40, yeah. That's not yeah. bad. And then, like, actually, that even with like all like Minnesota winters, right? My longest commute I think ever was only fifty minutes. So I mean, oh, and even bad. with all the no. no, the ice, the snow, the yeah. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. Right. Oh, actually, fortunately, little, right. No little, to, little to no traffic. I mean, very oh, like good. yeah, very rarely is there. I mean, I I can't even remember because it's like always I always leave pretty early too, so I go down twenty three and there's there's nobody. I mean, Nothing you're going better, no five yeah. ten over and the the yeah. cops are pretty reasonable, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, so it's like it's a good yeah, yeah it's, good community. It's about the same community yeah. I was doing. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. Have you guys seen that uh random that cop sign with the big lights and shit that's all over Facebook? It's no. like it's got lights on it. I can't yeah. remember what highway it's on. It's on the drive to Mankato because I passed it, but it's like beware there's a cop behind this sign or some shit it's like a big billboard in the middle of the highway and yeah sure enough there's a sheriff back there it's always <laughs> yeah oh yeah yep 100 yeah. there always is one there was one when i drove by it's just kind of yeah. like a thing to make sure people are paying attention right like, right mm-hmm. and i'm like okay if you're speeding or doing some bullshit and you pass that sign with bright lights it's a billboard with spotlights on it right yeah. you deserve to get a fucking ticket bro like you yeah. were fairly warned of heavy you know what i mean yeah <laughs> But I, I think that's for that's it. Yeah. Where'd you say that was that? Or it's on the way to Mankato. I can't remember okay. what highway it is. I don't remember what town. Yeah, because I used to live down there. Like I lived uh, in Wasika, about uh, thirty minutes. Let's see, like okay. east of Mankato. So I know, okay. and there were like two primary ways because I'd go up to St. Cloud, and there's kind of that. I don't know the names of the roads, but you can kind of go through that Twins yeah. Twin Cities, I, or you can go around and too. get Greater Minnesota, and that's yeah. a good. I almost like. They, they, I mean, both drives are pretty good. So yeah, they're pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Um, for back to school in a little bit, was that your yeah. first choice? Um, was it to be kind of yeah. because of the alumni hookup? Yeah, that was definitely a motivator. Like I had to fly at a few different re- places, but I just wanted, I definitely wanted something within an hour of, uh, St. Cloud and that, mm. you know, fit the yeah. bill. So I went in for the interview and the, I mean, that I just kind of connected right away. Like I saw like Jake in them, like if yeah. that, you know, if you, if you know what I mean, um, but no, that was, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's one of the biggest pluses to the fraternity world. I know Josh, you have a lot of experience just yeah. kind of running, you know, thoughts and resumes past alumni as well. Well, and I could have, I could have been working in Eden Prairie actually. I was saying, I thought you had someone yeah. you were going to go for an interview for or something. I did go to an interview. He offered me the job, but I just, I don't know. I didn't want it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, cause I remember that and I, unfortunately I haven't had that luck, but I'm chilling right now it's not a big deal but <laughs> i know that's a great it, you know experience as well but it, it'll happen though like i know my uh, in my family line tuan he was telling me that he uh, had a cool opportunity where he got to stay in Car- 
Korea because he knew a tea connection. Yeah. He got mm-hmm. to stay there for like a month or two, like free of charge because he had that like fraternity wow. connection. So like we were talking about like how like being in college, like fraternity dues are, you know, they're expensive for a college student. I mean, yeah. 400 yeah. a semester, yeah. like depending on that. That's what Teak was or I know, but the other ones could be like, I think Acacia was like north of 600, yeah. but it, it's yeah. well, it's well worth it. I mean, it's like at the end of the day, the money doesn't mean anything that relationships and the connections are where it's at so the brotherhoods yeah Yeah. absolutely so yeah yeah certainly um so so you were so you were definitely antique um you were at at ca what was it what was it front desk what was it called yep yeah community advisor and then they did have the front desk so i was a community advisor in uh, sherburn hall yep second floor What's uh? What, do you have any crazy stories being a CA? Someone oh, that really fucked up. Or? That is a great question. Let's see here. I know for there was this one time, uh, two residents got into a fight, and I had like a field experience at the school that day, and the fight was at like three four a.m. in the morning. So it's like, <laughs> like and in the I, lobby you, or what? No, on right on the floor, right on second floor. Okay. Like it was right in that area and. Uh, let's see what it, what it, uh, what had even happened. Yeah, because I got a knock at my door and it was like that time of day. And then like they 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 were they were arguing about something. I don't even, It was like some type of roommate conflict. And I, I didn't even like I didn't wasn't even aware that there was a roommate conflict. There was just like this build up and then the the attention hit. And I know yeah. one of them hit the other. So like the and he said he wanted to press charges. So like the cop uh, the cops wanted to be wow. needed to be called. And it was yeah, just like man. that incident went from. Like 4 a.m. to like 9 a.m. So Jesus. I was actually late for my field experience that day. <laughs> Fortunately, I emailed my supervisor. He told the understood and it was fine. But that's probably the craziest story because I just remember like, all right, they hit each other and I had to like mediate that and like be, be diplomatic and see things from both sides and yeah. kind of had to, you know, spew. I mean, it, it was just that crazy. It was a good experience though. Like, I, I love being a CA for that year, but it's something where, like, I think, uh, like doing it for a year scrape but maybe like i'm glad it was only a year like i think it was time to move on yeah. afterwards yeah, one one of the, yeah well i think I, I i considered it but it was kind of just one of those things that's like all right one year it's like all right i can accept this and move on because you kind of miss out a little bit of college because yeah. you're like you've got to mediate those things and then Always you know it's nice there, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. kind of be yeah be there and be be present but it's like when then like when you don't it's like really cool because it's like there's that weight lifted off your shoulders and you get right. to you know enjoy college more yeah because a you got to be there for a conflict like that yeah. right and then be you know any questions from a student yeah. or hey something's not working out you're exactly. here as well right yeah yeah you know it's like i haven't had anything like that uh happen to me since so yeah, <laughs> it speaks for itself that's but true. it was great because it's like i met people like i mean i think that's how we met right Trevor, yeah i'm pretty sure that was it so probably as yeah. i say i don't remember exactly what it was but i remember i just saw you yeah. at garvey i went to sherman yeah. all the time so my closest friends were there all the time so i just went there and whatever so i know yeah. that's 100 percent how it started but yeah 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 certainly um so why you know and i think i probably know the answer to this but why yeah. don't you move closer to work why are you still in state oh that here? no that that's a great question no there's just not a i i looked into that and there frankly there's just not a lot of like apartments yeah. or like houses in, in that area like i mean i think that oh. there's some in mora but then it's like then i don't have any like like friends and family over there like it's kind of like a 
like you know i would just be like a loner out there practically yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like malacca and foley it's like i heard like because the the band teacher at my school he said he lived in foley and he just said he just hated it because it was like mm-hmm. all his friends were in the twin cities and there was like you know it's a 30 minute drive so the commute wasn't bad but he just said like he he didn't like it and then he moved to uh fridley actually and he got it set up where he could stay in Ogilvy because Ogilvy to Fridley's like an hour, 20 minutes. So he would do that commute Friday, though, and he said he, re- he really liked that. So I think it's all about like, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, that it's uh, the work parts, you know, going well, it's, but it's fixing some of those things out out in the personal side. And that makes yeah. all the world better. So yeah, just kind of got to weigh one or the other. And yeah, exactly. One department and whatever. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you and then you got that work life balance and it works out well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, I know we kind of talked about the Teak stuff initially here, um, and Ryan was your in kind of to Teak or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah because when I went to uh, those, those events, I Ryan too, yeah. yeah, Ryan, yeah, Ryan. So oh, he, Ryan. Uh, yeah, he yeah. was definitely a big influence. And then my big uh, Bryce Sorensen. Mm. So he lives out in Utah actually, and he's coming to visit in June. Okay. So he's gonna for uh, Arthur and Katana's wedding. So they're getting married, and we're gonna do that'll basically a, be a big Teak wedding. Honestly, I think from yeah, <laughs> from yeah. Alexa, yeah, like it'll be awesome. So. And then uh, Br- Bryce, though, uh, he was a big influence because we, we just connected on a personal level. Like, I remember we would walk around campus and just kind of just see how we're each other were doing because it's like being in college. Like, he's all the way from Utah. He'd, he'd tell me, like, hey, you know, I'm missing family and things like that. And then I would share with him, yeah, like, you know, I, um, I'm kind of like, you know, be, being away from, you know, I'm only an hour away from home. So it's like, that's not too bad. But it's like just being like, all right, if a class was really hard or was going through some different challenges, you know he'd always be there for me so yeah that's nice for sure yeah um so at that point did you just get a bid did you go to some of the rush events and then get a bid yeah so you're right yeah T- tony actually he told me to stop by the house and he gave me that bid because that was really cool because i didn't know like i didn't know tony all that well uh, at that point but i think him giving the bid was really cool because it was like all right like i made some like i made really good connections with bryce I like I I talked with Arthur too. Like I had talked with a few different people, but like Tony giving me that bit was like, all right, this is awesome. Like now I I have to do this. And my only yeah. the only thing that was like I was weighing like, all right, should I maybe not do this? Is like financial because my my parents were supportive that was awesome i mean they didn't really because i know some people are like you know when you give somebody a bid sometimes they're like oh well you know my family doesn't want me to join here like mm-hmm. fraternities get a bad rap yeah, in it and yep. it's just yep exactly yep. so we we get rid of that right away and uh yep. and i think we really do do that well yeah so. yeah certainly certainly i would you know personally i would say t was the most respectful fraternity Oh, geez, this is going to be controversial. But of the rest of St. Cloud, I mean, honestly, you know, everyone's got their good members. But, you know, I think Teak is, I, I don't know, a single bad thing that I've ever experienced with Teak, just yeah. generally, you know, speaking with all the members that I've ever met, you know, and all that as well. Um, did you live in the house at all? I, I did, and that has to be my favorite uh, collegiate experience, I think, easily. Living in the house, because it's like you you always go there, and it, like something's always going on. And I remember, yep, like, yep. my favorite, particularly, it was spring semester 
and uh like uh let's see i think noah was graduating and so like obviously like noah and i we we've known each other since first grade so like we were in Coom rapids together oh, okay. and like went through high school together and everything and it was just kind of like all right he's graduating and so what we did was we had shaving cream everywhere like i remember we pissed some people off like tony was pretty pissed there was shaving cream like on some of the composites on the doorknobs on the carpet <laughs> <laughs> we just there was shaving cream everywhere but it was it was so fun i don't regret it at all and we like you know we made like you know people got over it it's like it's just shaving cream we cleaned it all up but i just remember that memory in particular was just awesome what so. room did you live in in the house i, I lived in a uh, mathers room so like mm-hmm. it would have been that one uh the one closest to the kitchen on second floor Brand, uh, brandino's old room or and then uh, so, dawson's there now isn't that um in the second floor? Second floor, yeah. The one closest to the kitchen in the bathroom. Room? Yep, that was oh, Mather's yeah. room. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I had um Tyler's room in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like the layout of that room. The other two were just so cramped. Yeah. The thing that was weird, I don't know if you got you guys have seen my room when I was downstairs. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, it had like that weird little octagon in the corner. Yeah. Uh, I don't I didn't had no idea what to do with that. I just so I just I didn't really end up doing anything. That was behind that was the TV the and shit. Or no, so you walk in and just like in the right, in the across from the fridge and shit. In the like? northeast corner when you walk in. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little hard. Yeah, it's kind of a weird yeah. thing. Were you uh, were you living in the house when we uh, we put that squid in your toilet? <laughs> I did, all right, you gotta tell that story because no, I I just okay. We because, did not someone because yeah. it's very funny because yeah. before we left for formal, I actually reminded everyone say, all right, guys, make sure all the windows are locked. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. super funny because I remember going to that teak formal and I was so pissed because I knew. I knew though that Fita did it. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Well, it was well, they Bill. knew. They knew too. Yeah. It was Bill Voss. And then you, do you remember when you lost your couch? Yes, that I remember. I was gonna say. I think <laughs> I, I did live in the house for that because I was gonna say who was that even? Wasn't that? It was, was Bill, that? It was, was that Bill? Okay, so, Bill did okay, he steal got, the couch too? Yes, yeah. Wow. Well, no. He fucking. <laughs> I know we did the squid Cause, thing, because yeah. everyone was asking me like, were the doors locked? And I'm like, yeah. Like, the main entrance of the house has a pad on it so right. you can't get in yeah and then like a couple months later i just straight up asked bill i was like did you take it and he's like yeah i did i was like <laughs> so my first question was how the how the fuck did you get into the house he went on the he got the a lot la- he yeah. got a ladder and one of the windows was unlocked oh. <laughs> yeah. and I, I hope that was in my window because that had to have been up to second floor right yeah, or, yeah, but, oh, then, yeah. but then they took the couch and put it on delta's front porch yeah blame well, it on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where it was I remember that's that. classic but, no, the squid. So I remember Bill came back and told us, like, you know, I was walking down the street, and, you know, I knocked on Teak's door, and I'm like, hey, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. And they're like, yeah. okay, well, we'll let you go to the bathroom, whatever, whatever. And so I think he put it in the tank. Yeah. Right? So he looked at the top of it up yeah. and put, a, like, a squid in there. I'm pretty sure dead. But yeah. Put it back on, and I don't remember how it was found or what I don't even know where he got a squid. Yeah, where the yeah. fuck are you getting a squid? <laughs> There's like, no, I yeah. look in like the fish department at Coburn's, they don't have squid. You must have to go to a specialty shop or something. Yeah, yeah. it's at the squid store. Order it in. Because like I know Von Hansen sells some fish, but I didn't see any squid in there. Yeah, I feel like that prank took a lot of work. There was planning and yeah. effort with that for sure. Yeah. I mean, like if you get a squid or same with the couch incident, I mean, those are impressive. You know, they take yeah. some planning and everything. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. Greek life was a good time. What but now it? it's actually going down. Enrollment has dropped, and the chapters are tiny now. Well, I was over. That's COVID. just because. I was, that's I was just over, I was over yeah. at DZ last week, and I looked at their new composite compared to last year's. It got split in half. Oh, I believe yeah. it. Well, that's because yeah. enrollment is like half of what it was like two years ago. Yeah, isn't sure. And a lot more online, you know. Because yeah. Sherburn's closed now, right? Yeah, that's right. Because Sherburn's... I remember they kept it open what? because of the pandemic wow. to like, yeah. you know, keep it spread out. So they reopened it just for that year, but they ended up closing it down wow. again. Yeah, that's because right. Because I remember my freshman year, they had just gotten done demolishing Holes Hall. Yeah. And well, and they just rebuilt they re- or redid that one. Stearns. Next to Sherburn, right? Stearns. Yeah. Stearns Hall, okay. they, it was just closed. They used it yeah. for public safety training, yeah. and they just reopened it a couple of years back. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, I don't know if it's going to get much better, but. No, it's just, I don't know what the school needs to do to change that. It's because I remember, I think you were at that meeting. We had a whole yeah. Greek life meeting, and they straight up asked us, why do you think enroll, why Greek life is on the down low? And I threw in my honest answer, and I said, well, let's be honest. Who comes to St. Cloud State to join Greek life? They, You just come here and you end up there. If you want to go to college and join Greek life, you're going to the U of N. Yeah, you're, going yeah. to, you're going to NDSU. Well, the problem is is they're just so strict in St. Cloud. Like, it's it's one thing to be, like, cracking down on, like, partying and stuff, but it's another to, like, be super strict about it. Like, you're just – you're really, like, when – how they're doing it is they're just encouraging more partying, in my opinion, and then, like – Nobody wants to come now because every single type of event. I mean, if you're if you're having people over, like ten people over at your house past ten p.m., guaranteed you will have a cop drive by at least once or twice. Yeah. At at your house, so you, that's it, how it was. Yeah. Like no matter like if you were standing outside, a cop would look over at you as he drove by. Like it, it just got to the. I feel like it's at the point where it's just so ridiculous to yeah. where you can't do anything. Like I get it. I get it. You don't want you don't want all this partying and to be known as that, but at the same time, I mean, it's fucking college. Like you got to you got to let people have a little fun. Well, yeah. it really started with um the president of St. Cloud State before the Indian guy, yeah. Earl Potter, he died in a car accident. He went into the position of president of St. Cloud State to get rid of the partying yeah. reputation. Yeah. Because back in what the eighties, we were number one in the nation for party schools. That's why I got homecoming taken away. Yeah, but their the enrollment and everything was also so much. I mean, I can't imagine how much money they're losing off of all that. Well, Brennan Potter actually told me that when he was on the on the IFC board, he was actually like getting to know President Wacker, and she wants to make St. Cloud State a wet campus. Like she's pushing for it. That's what it should be. Because hmm. should she, be. He even told me he's like she understands that wet she campuses. By far, are way better academically than How? not in wet campus because it's when you like that contradicts itself. Though. No, ninety. If you look at any major college that has high academic prolific, uh, yeah, proficiency, scores. yeah, um, guaranteed, I'd say nine out of ten are going to be wet campuses because when you're a wet campus, they you have like you go to classes on how to drink responsibly. You go to all these things, and they hmm. teach you to not be a fucking dumbass. Whereas St. Cloud, they're just like, don't do it. Be sober. Don't do it. Be sober. Be, sober. be sad. Be depressed. I want to see you cry. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's just one of those But give me things. your money. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you're, you're just... It's like when your parents tell you not to, you know, throw dodgeballs on the trampoline. What do you want to do? What? You want to throw dodgeballs at your friends on the trampoline. 
You know, just a weird, weird thing. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yes. When they tell you not to do something, you want to do it eight times more. Yes. That's just that's just psychology. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting that Saint Cloud used that approach to get rid of partying, because I I, I really like I I guess maybe there's some merit to their idea, but because I, I will say uh, our freshman year was pretty damn fun. Yeah, but I mean it was it was a little ridiculous. But again, if it was a wet <laughs> campus and it was more regulated where hey, you know, you can you know, if you you can't drink off campus, but on campus you can. Whereas that way the cops don't have to patrol these garbage houses and people actually want to live on campus because right. you can do these things in a safe controlled environment where there's CAs around who can you know, make sure you don't pass out drunk in the lobby or whatever. Whereas, and obviously they'll they'll um, help you if you're fucked up. Not even that, but they'll also enforce the 21 plus because that's a law at the end of the day. But yeah, it's kind of like a good yeah. Samaritan. If you're underage and you're drunk, they'll help you and they won't get you in trouble. Yeah, but, it's but uh, but you can't be an underage. Dude, the good Samaritan with a fucking case of beer. The like, good Samaritan thing is like one of the biggest jokes I've ever heard. How so? Because it it only protects the person who calls and the person who's drunk. Yeah. So if you're in a house with four people and there's two underage people and then two overage people and Not one true. of the underage, yes, it is true. I remember that night when Jada like yeah, we had to call but on that them. was the cop, the cop like held her and he didn't care. He just left. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like it works. I don't think it it, it works that know. way that night. That's true, but most of us are 21 too, though. No, we weren't. I think I was. You were. I wasn't. You weren't. I wasn't there. Were you? I don't know who we're talking about. I don't know Jada how she. Wagner. I don't know how don't she know got so fucked up that if night. If I showed either. you a picture, you would remember her. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know how she got so messed up that night. Because she got twisted. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Whenever anybody gets twisted, it's always mm, bad. Yeah, I always tell people it's a bad idea, mm. but nobody ever listens. Yeah, Chris Brown. Yeah. Anyways. And you know, Josh always says before every single Phi Top party, if a cop comes, find me. I know how I to mean. talk to them. One time he does it. Excuse but yeah, that's me. Your back. That was like the tenth time I talked to them. That was I was nine for ten. Okay, that's pretty good. That was a pretty good yeah, odds. success yeah, rate. That's wasn't a good 100%. batting average. That's a good batting average. That's what yeah, I'm but saying. that ten out of ten doesn't result in third forty-five minutes in the back of a car. Hey man, hey man, it wasn't my fault. Okay, that man. guy was an asshole. He doesn't have a mugshot. What, what's he, your What's your My name? lawyer even said he was an asshole. What's your name? Josh. That's Byrne. why I got it expunged what, what's, because what's he your, was an asshole. What's your full name, including middle Josh B. Byrne? Josh B. Byrne, but you didn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was bullshit, but you didn't say, like, your actual, well, and then he accused I, you of using a false name, which, I did spell it wrong, I did spell my name wrong, oh. yeah, I did, did that on, B-U-R-N? yeah, oh. <laughs> well, I didn't think he was gonna look it up on the spot, I, usually they, usually, you know, they have that little notepad, and they just write it down, and then they're like, okay, and then they walk away, but he was actually like, yeah, can you check for uh, Joshua B B U R N? I was like, why didn't you say anything? Because <laughs> it was already past the point of no return. Yeah. I had to ride it out, and hopefully he was just like, oh, it looks like our system's broken. All right, well, have a good day. Yeah. Or uh, hopefully there was a different one in St. Cloud <laughs> campus. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I never got I, ID'd it was, that night. I was past the point of no return. Yeah. I didn't get ID'd that night either. All I remember I was the, the cop walked up to the house, me and Noah were on door, Noah was dressed up as a sexy cop with a mustache. The so first funny. thing the cop does is when he walks up, he look he turns to Noah, does this. Really? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then there was a confusion because Noah walked inside, then Nico walked out. 
And the cop was just like, what do you mean? I just talked to you two minutes ago. And Nico was like, I have a twin brother. Cop goes, you know how many times I've heard that? But those are actual like, right. those are actual yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny as fuck. Was that Noah dating the sweetheart Sydney? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now I know who you're yep. talking. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. Those yeah. I was gonna say I've got him on Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, but I don't. Yep. Yeah. I figured if you. Yeah. He would remember. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was gonna say I figured I remember. Like, it. it sounded it was, familiar. Yeah. See, it was really weird. So when I was out for Teresa's birthday and I saw Nate Mittag, we were kind of talking about like the older Fytas, and then Teresa told me she was talking to Drew Quist, and she said my name, and Drew was like, "Who?" <laughs> and I was like, bro, Drew knows me. And Nate was just like, he, if he saw you, he would know you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. But Drew wasn't really around that much. That no. I know. He, yeah. he, was on his, he was on his victory lap of college. So. Yeah, yeah but, he was doing whatever. No, too, and that's just kind of the way St. Cloud is, I feel like. It's one of those places, like, if you see somebody, like, you know them. Like, you might not know the name or so, like, but I mean, it don't ring a bell. Yeah, you know, names. yep, exactly. Faces yeah. are better than names. See, yeah. freshman year, I was so good at remembering names. Now I'm just awful with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that as well. Um, kind of taking a turn here. Let's get into some sports news. And there's been so many NFL moves this offseason. So, Luke, I want to ask you yeah. what you think the craziest trade or, you know, signing that has happened this current offseason in the NFL is. That, no, that's a great question. I think it'd have to be between, I think, either the Russell Wilson signing to Denver or either the, the Las Vegas Raiders getting Devontae Adams, because I feel like those are game changers. I mean, that makes that like easily the best division in football, hands down. I mean, if you've got the, the Chiefs with Mahomes and they have a loaded offense, their defense, I think... they don't I have Tyreek Hill now, too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're going to be a little different this season. I mean, but the, I think they'll run into that. They might get in. I don't think they're going to win that division. They've won, got, been to the AFC Championship four times the past four years. Yep. I don't think they win that division, though. I think it's either the Raiders or Broncos. I think Chiefs get in as a wild card, but it'd have to be between those two. So the Tyreek Hill and the Russell Wilson thing happened in the same week, right? I could I could have yeah. only it's pretty close. I could have only pictured Patrick Mahomes' reaction to that. Well, and I feel like they would. I, I don't know if teams have to inform, mm. you know, like the other players or not. No, no. yeah, they definitely no, they don't. don't. Yeah, no. because I, sometimes they'll yeah. do the trade, and the players don't even. The player who's getting traded doesn't find that out until ESPN does really? the update. Yeah, like you're their yeah their agent will call them, and then they'll break the news or like it's something like yeah yeah, yeah. like Damn. something not even football related, but. Michael Bisping, UFC Hall of Famer, he um, stepped up on two weeks' notice to fight for the title against Luke Rockhold. Dana White announced it on ESPN. Mike had no idea until Ariel Hawani called him. He said, Mike, Dana just announced you're fighting for the title. He's like, what? This is the first I'm hearing of it. So, yeah, they don't really find out until the news breaks. God, how do you think you would feel, though, if you're, I don't know, let's just say Delvin Cook, right? You get traded to the Jets. Like, if you're on a... Yeah, okay. The Vikings aren't, what, a top 10 team? We'll just say that. We're all Vikings fans except for Justin. The Vikings are not a top 10 team. But if you're a decent player and you get traded to a trash team because you get three or four draft picks or something, right? How, how do you think you feel as a player at that point? Kind of like, like Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> From Steelers to Jets. That's true. That was and that was like the year they were coming off their best year with A. B. Roethlisberger and and Tony and and Le'Veon Bell yep. and he all of a sudden just well that actually no because remember he held out for a whole season because of his contract. Oh yeah, I, I actually, forgot about, I actually that. forgot about that. Me too, actually. 
Um, Russell Wilson, I feel like he saw it coming. With everything yeah. around him, I I don't think actually I I would say he wasn't surprised. Yeah, I think he definitely he probably didn't know the team maybe, but I, I was gonna say too, like I think you'd feel real crappy too, like if you were if you didn't even see it coming. It's like you're yeah. gonna feel like you probably feel like betray your that probably motivates you because you're like, hey, I'm gonna get back at this team, and right. I think that that's why they have those revenge games. But I'm sure too that it's gonna be somewhat deflating. You probably take a a confidence hitter. I imagine I would because it's just like, hey, you were yeah. traded to a really crappy team, and it's like you probably go through. Do I even care anymore? Like you know, you kind of probably there's probably that. Mental, it's a mental health battle crisis. At that yeah, point. exactly. Yep, yep that's yep. more mental than physical. So. Yeah, because yeah, you can be you know trained to the fucking tooth, but yeah, I mean, getting trained to a shitty team and you know feeling bad about it or feeling like you're not worthy of your old team, you know, you're probably not gonna do very good. But if you take it the opposite way, like you said as well, you know, okay, well now I'm gonna win a Super Bowl like Matt Stafford, yeah. get traded to a brand new team. Now let's make something out of it. You know, you can get that confidence boost as well. Um, receivers for Denver. Um, Jerry Judy. Judy is the one I was trying to think of. And then who's the other guy that they have as well? Their um, tight end's Noah Fain. He, he, yes. He's good. I feel like they have a second wide receiver as well. But And I, I like Javante Williams, a running back. Um, I think that he should be pretty good. But Melvin Gordon, I think, still has a year left on the contract with Denver as well. He hasn't been the same since he left uh, San Diego. I th- I. I am a Melvin Gordon lover, super low-key. Yeah, he has, you know, the three or four-point fantasy games, and then he runs for 25-point fantasy points. Dude, I fucking hate players like that. You're just like, you're doing shit, I'm sitting you, and then all of a sudden they have, like, the game in the air. I'm like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, and that's literally what Melvin Gordon is, unfortunately, you know, and especially with the split backfield last season. I mean, we saw it a ton, you know. Javante Williams broke out for 100-yard-plus games, a couple touchdowns. Melvin Gordon didn't have as many, and other games, they both had 20 points. You know, it just kind of depended on, you know, whatever, the play style, the play calling as well, you know. Um, But I'm really curious to see, kind of going back to the Raiders and Devontae Adams, um, that chemistry from Carr and Adams as well, because they played in college together, I saw. Um, I don't remember what team it was, though. Was it Fresno? Because I know Dave, I, I know David Carr went to Fresno, but did Derek follow in his footsteps? I, I actually, I think he did, because I remember the Carr brothers. They kind of, that's just what I remember. Is I think he went to Fresno too. I actually walked right by David Carr when I was working at the convention center for the Super Bowl. Yeah, Fresno oh, it looks like. But. Yeah, but like, he's a draft bus. Like, why am I like bending over backwards to meet him? Well, hey, it could have been Tom. <laughs> why Dick. not, right? He could I be mean, the next Tom Brady, dude. David Carr. Oh no, I David Carr was a bust. <laughs> I don't He's retired. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't hear the name <laughs> before. Either. It's kind of like... Makes sense. It's, it's like it's, uh, Johnny Manziel or what? So, not even. Not <laughs> even. Because Johnny Manziel was actually like popular in college, and people people always remember his name. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect guy example, Ryan Leaf. Do you know who that is? I've heard the last name. He was taken the next pick after Peyton Manning in the 1998 NFL draft. The Colts were contemplating about taking him because... He looked better than Manning in college, but they knew he had an attitude. So they decided, all right, we're, we're going to take Manning. And so the Chargers ended up taking Leaf, and he was awful. He is considered the worst draft bust in the history of the NFL. Damn. I don't doubt it. Um, we were kind of talking earlier about Andrew Luck, actually. God damn. Right. What happened? With, do you remember what happened with him? He, was it a mental thing? Did he hurt something? No, he, he just 
he just didn't have the love anymore, and he just called it a career. Okay. I wouldn't call him a draft bust. He had a really good career. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I really liked, I mean, I'll remember that, because I remember there was this one game in particular. It was the wild card game against the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're yeah. down, like, 28 points, and my, my dad and brother, they're cheering for the Chiefs, and I'm cheering for the Colts, and, like, why why I don't know, or, like, yeah, it's just like, you know, just that, probably, just to go right? against it, right, kind of yep. going back to that. If, if you say, like, throw the ball on the trampoline or don't throw the ball on the trampoline, yeah. you're going to want to do it. So maybe yeah. that's what it was. But yeah. anyway, there was that game, too. And uh, what happened, the Colts are marching down the field. And I remember that he gives it to, I think it was Ed, whoever the Colts running back was at the time. I don't think it was. It wasn't Frank Gore. It was but whoever it was before that. It but he was... fumbles the ball. Going. Yeah, and Luck picks it up and and like basically heaves into the end zone like this, like a like a running back jump over, and it was just so awesome. And then they come back to you know win two, and it was like a shootout. I don't even remember. I think the score was like. 45-42. I mean, it was something crazy like that. 44. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, that was just such a good game. And I remember like, oh, like lucky, like he never gives up and, you know, and they could never get past the Patriots though. It's like every time it's like, they always, ah, they have their number. There, you know? Yes. So right afterwards, guess who they want on to play after beating them? Yeah. That, it was the, the Patriots. Yeah. And guess what game it was? Divisional. No, it was the uh, Deflate Gate game. Oh, is that uh, that game? And, okay, I was going to say it's 24. And guess who was there? Uh, Tom Brady. Oh, you were at that game? No way. I was going to say, wow, that's awesome. You know, I just say to people, they're like blaming the football, this and that. Yeah. I was at the game. The Colts were getting kicked left and right. There was nothing they could fucking do. But there was a whole, like, court thing about it and, like, text messages. Yeah, that's because it's Tom Brady and everyone wants to see Tom Brady fail. And then, finally, after that whole thing was settled... Brady just said, okay, I'm coming back after the suspension. I'm going to embarrass the fuck out of you, Roger Goodell. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out who was the running back. Was Trent Richardson on that team? I remember. It was Donald, Donald Brown was their running back. I, I remember, though, at that time, like, the deflate gate, that was, like, a huge thing. I mean, oh, every, yeah. that was blown away. Because it was, Why? like, it was the storyline, like, that whole next NFL season, too. Oh, like yeah. and, But I remember, like, now you talk, and, no, like, nobody, like, everybody, like, no one cares. Like, it seems like nobody even remember. Like, I, I t- told the, like, when you asked, like, what, what it was after that game. It's like, I, I remember it was the divisional game, and they lost big to the Patriots. And yeah. I don't remember, like, well, the deflate gate. <laughs> The thing I say to people yeah. is, did you really think the Colts were going to beat the Patriots? Yeah. Be honest. And second of all, you're saying it was a big deal. Ray Rice got suspended the same amount of games Tom Brady did. Tom Brady, deflate a football. Ray Rice, right hook a girl, knock her completely unconscious in an elevator. Both four games. What? Mm. When was that Ray Rice thing, though? Like, what year? It, was, it was right after the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Was so because Ray Rice was right? on yeah. that team. I think it was 2013. Yep. Okay. Because that was the year that they beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. The where the half gate was after that. Yeah, it was the next year. Cause, yeah, because I keep you know thinking about, uh, I don't remember who it was. It wasn't Henry Ruggs, because obviously he's in jail. He isn't going to play even if he wasn't suspended, right? But like I feel like now even like the Deshaun Watson case is probably a good example. You know, Right now, I don't believe he has a suspension in place. It sounds he like doesn't. they're thinking, of, thinking about it and seeing if there's going to be you know something in there. But I don't know if there truly will be. But... I feel like, you know, 10 years ago to now, it's, like, kind of not the same, you know, punishments almost. Yeah. Maybe that's the best way to put it. Roger Goodell's forms of punishments are just really, 
hypocritical. Because, like, I think, you know, no, he, like, he if he someone went, hit a girl today, they'd be his, banned for the whole season. He bent his ass over backwards to get Tom Brady suspended, but made no fucking effort to suspend Ray Rice for knocking his wife unconscious. Right. And that's why people, after that, were calling for him to step down, because when the video got released, they found out that Goodell had seen the video a couple months prior and still held with the four-game suspension. So people just started going at Goodell, like, why is he not suspended for the entire goddamn yeah. season? Yeah, if not longer, right? Even, yeah. so I think, um, what was his name? Miles Garrett's punishment was really pathetic. Oh, for, uh, attempted, Rudolph? Attempted murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking rips his helmet off and then hits it. That's attempted fucking murder. Yeah. I think that's a whole season right there. Yeah. Mason Rudolph, that's who it was. Well, and two with Goodell, too, I think it's, like, there's no consistency, too, like, with, I think, too, he's uh, struggled with, like, when some of the players have, like, cannabis use or drug use, and, mm-hmm. and too, I think that's been a problem, too, and then I think, but who would really be a great NFL commissioner, I think, is Peyton Manning, like, when he gave his, I don't know if anybody watched his Hall of Fame mm-hmm. game speech, that was, I mean, it's like, you won't, you had tears to yourself at the end, you can just tell he truly loves football, but I think Adele has inconsistencies, I mean, they're time and time again, and I do think, there's a reason, like, this Thursday, he'll get booed at the NFL draft yeah. oh, again for the, that's, that's like, the 100th time, yes, yes, yes yep. that'll, that'll definitely happen. But like, but why? Just because everyone Because of how much of a scumbag he is, yeah. and a liar, yeah. um, but Peyton, I, I couldn't picture that, him as the commissioner, because I know Goodell's going to, he has a contract to remain the commissioner until 2024, I think it is. Really? So, goddamn, we're two stuck years. with it for two years. Two years, though. I, I, I could see it with Manning, though, because just the way, like, it seems like I think he's got, like, a vision for football in the future. I mean, I think he's got it in him, too, and, like, and I feel like he's got a backbone. Like, he'll disagree and commit, and that's hard to, I mean, yep. being an NFL commissioner, that's not for everybody. And it's like, I think no. he's got it in him. Like, I think he could do, like, a way better job than Goodell. I mean, it's like, which isn't hard, though. I guess that's a low bar, though, because of all that. Yeah. You know, this <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't have yeah, a have a good yeah resume or like yeah. you know record so yep that's a good yeah i've never thought about it i did not know that he was on a contract as well so that's kind of interesting in two years we're gonna have probably a new commissioner yeah. i don't think they would re-sign him they could nobody no. left nobody fucking likes nobody him likes him but you know, i would be the sure. board probably votes on it if find, the board likes him you know find whatever, one but. nfl fan that has a positive thing or to player say on, uh, okay besides no, russell wilson no no besides no, no. Russell yeah. wilson. there are players that hate his fucking guts i believe it right james harrison when he was in the nfl was quoted as saying if he was set on fire i wouldn't even piss the fire out <laughs> funny yeah, not a guy. A lot of people like him. Who else? But Justin, who else do you think would be a good candidate? Because honestly, thinking about it, you know, Peyton Manning would be good. I think he would be great. Brett Favre would be the only other one coming to mind, but I just think he's a little bit, you know, past that kind of stage in well, his life. I don't think he wants to come back into the yeah. football scene. He's not playing. The only, but, yeah. the only commissioner that was ever, like, in the NFL as a player slash, and he was more known as a coach as a player as George Hallis. And that was bit. Okay. I can't really think of a player doing it, though. Right. Because I think that would be a good take, though, on it. What's the criteria for, like, how do you qualify for that? Like before, before that, what experience... You're not going to college for that. What did did Goodell (laughs) do before he was commissioner that qualified him? I don't know anything about him before NFL commissioner. Yeah, he's in it for so long. You would know more than anyone else. 2000... When did he... I think it was, like, 2004 when Paul... 
I don't know how to pronounce his last name, retired. It was Paul T. That was his last initial. So he's been commissioner for 20 years? Yeah. It'll be 22 by the time he's done? Wow. Yeah, he's been at it for a while. Yeah. I think that they got to call it quits, but, yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think it would be, a, you know, kind of cool to have a player's perspective as a commissioner, right? Because it's someone that's, you know, like in the trenches, per se, right? You know, they're dealing with the hits, so, you know, the commissioner can make a new QB protection rule or whatever, you know, we've seen that a lot of that already, but, you know, they can kind of adjust those rules. And like the overtime rules, you know, that's been a big debate topic as well because they just changed it again for next year's playoffs. But, you know, a player that's been there and done that and been in it for, I don't remember if Manning's played, he's probably played for 20-plus years, I don't even know off the top of my head. Yeah, but I, he didn't go 20 years. How long do you think? He, he, was went, 18, he, went, he went like 16 or 17. Something like that, okay. Um, because, but still, Because even, yeah. he retired in... Right after the Super Bowl, they won in 2016. He was drafted in 98, so 18 years, yeah. Sure, sure. Goodell was, let's see. So Goodell began his NFL career in 82 as an administrative intern in the league office in New York. Under then-commissioner Pete Rozelle, the position was secured through a letter-writing campaign to the league office in each of its then-28 teams. In 93, he joined the New York Jets as an intern, but returned to the league office in 84 as an assistant in public relations. Yada, 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 and he became commissioner in 2006. So he did have some experience in the NFL, just as interning. Interning in different positions. He, he was with the league shit. office. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But still, to go from intern to commissioner... Yeah. That you're just get thrown into the wolves. Yeah. Right. And you kind of think about it too, like potential candidates, because I'm just running through and it's like any coaches that you see and you're yeah. kind of thinking about it. It's like, well, like, I mean, Bill Belichick would make sense, like just with his experience and like all the Super Bowls. But, you know, I feel yeah. like he just doesn't like he doesn't want to do that. Like I can nope. already like just his personality. Belichick like, yeah, right. Yeah. He would that. never do Yeah. It's too administrative for he him. Or he's that. a coach. Yeah. He would hate that yeah. job. And I, yeah, you just think about it and you're like. I, I mean, I, I really like Manning, too. I think he would be a great fit. And then, it, like, but anybody else, though, it's like, well, like, who, who's, who else is going to, like, somebody's got to do it, right? Somebody's yeah. got to step up to the plate. And, you know, I mean, it's a big, not an e- definitely anything but an easy job. So. Yeah, it's definitely a big position. I mean, because you brought coaches again. I just thought of Bruce Arians, you know. He just Ooh. retired and stepped down as well. Yep. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, and he had a good track record with, I think he was with a different, a couple of yeah, teams. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals. Right yeah, yeah. Cardinals, that's who it was. Because um, he did a lot of, you know, good things with different quarterbacks as well throughout his time. I'm totally blanking on all the teams he was a part of. But um, I remember he had a hand in... Was it uh, no? Who was it? He was the he was the quarterback coach for uh, Manning, right in Indianapolis. Yes. He was yep. with the yes. Colts with uh, Andrew Luck too. Yeah, he would be. I yes. really now that you mention it, I could see him too. I think. Oh, so there we go. We got Manning, Ari- Arians, and then you look at well, there's like two people, and maybe the NFL, maybe the because Goodell, I guess, kind of came out of nowhere, huh? Because right. I mean, no, he wasn't a player or a coach, nope. but I feel like they're gonna. I mean, I think Manning, maybe not the next one, but maybe the one after that. Like, yeah. I think his time will come. I think he'll do it. Yeah, and at the same time, you know, Bruce Arian stepped down to, you know, spend more time with his family. He still has an office job, from what I heard, in Tampa Bay, you know, back office, backside, whatever, you know, behind the scenes more so. But stepped down, put the uh, new coach in a good position with Tom Brady's last year, we think, right again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, good offense, good defense, you know, whatever. So kind of, you know, setting up the table for this new guy to have a good competitive season, right, a good shot at, 
you know, get into the finals. And then, you know, at the same time, maybe he's just too old and is kind of over the sports scene as well, you know? So that's kind of the real yeah. big question is some of these older guys that are 40, 50, you know, it's, that's not super old, but right. do you want to be in front of TV? Do you want to put your name out there for another four or five years? Do you want to, you know, kind of get the flack of making some big decision, you know? So I don't know. That's a that's a good question of debate as well and something that we'll you know have to have to monitor in the days or probably years to come here as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, I was going to wait for Justin to come back. Um, do you have a conspiracy theory you want to touch on before we uh, get out of here? Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, no, I I had wanted to touch on. Uh, let's see here. How, or how wait, much? Do you still got your hat? You still got your tinfoil hat for the conspiracy talks? No, I, I lost uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Josh let's had see. A hat. Yeah, here. Uh, let's see. There. Yeah, there were a few. Cause uh, let's see. What? Oh, we're talking yeah. about the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, there was the Super Bowl one. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. So like that, right? The NFL, right? Had, uh, there's like I know like the big one, like when we had it here in Minneapolis for Super Bowl Fifty Two. Everybody was like, "Oh, this is the Vikings here," and they made it to the NFC Championship game and lost. Right? Hard? No, not with uh, Brett, no. with uh, Case Keenum. Yes. Yep, and that Mike yep, Zimmer team. Yep. Right? Yep. 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 And then too, so the past two seasons though, okay, we've got Tom Brady and the Bucks win the Super Bowl at home in Tampa Bay. And then the other, the L.A. Rams win uh, in, in Los Angeles at home. I think you've got to ask, like, what are the odds of it happening two years in a row? Like, is the NFL rigged? I mean, I think it's a fair it's a fair question to pose. Or, like, is there some, like, because I'm sure, like, there's got to be a ton of money off of that. I mean, to yeah. have, like, the, I mean, the Rams in. Super Bowl? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there must have been. I mean, who, like, I mean, I think if you look at the economic boom from that, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, for sure in the millions. I wouldn't even surprised if it was in the billions. Well, though, where's, I mean, the play, where's the Super Bowl this year, do you know? Arizona. Arizona. So, yeah. you know, we and we kind of talked about this on the drive yeah. here. Tampa Bay, right? Okay, yeah. home Super Bowl, we're getting Tom Brady. We're getting all, you know, all these guys, whatever. Sign Antonio Brown, you know, there's some risk there, but they made it work. They got there, right? Um, the, same thing with the Rams. Yep. Made the big change for Stafford and two first-round picks for the next two years and whatever else they got as well, you know, yeah. kind of taking a lot of risk in the future for that one you know, playoff run just because it's at home. Do you mm. think that is truly what it was? They just put all of their, they just went all in. They put their chips all in. If they lost, they lost. But obviously, the past two years, it's paid I believe off. It. The Rams did it. The Rams did it. Tampa Bay did it. Yeah. I. We haven't seen Arizona doing it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think it's just like, because you just think about it, like, what are the, like, just looking at the statistics, the odds of that. And then you kind of just think, like, I think there are some calls, like, what was it that, uh, that wild card game, the Bengals and the Raiders, like some things definitely went the Bengals way. Like I think the Raiders got like, and I'm not like, I'm a Vikings fan. I'm not like, and I do have like, I think a like a Raiders, like, I mean, they're just a fun team to watch. Like, like you gotta, gotta set just a soft yep. spot. You know, they've got a great offense. I like offense. Derek Carr a lot. Yes. He, and I'm sure you've seen a couple of interviews, even from yeah. last year, you know, I mean, they've, you know, Henry Ruggs incident, you know, there's a lot of things, but I remember an interview from uh, Derek Carr in regards to the Henry Ruggs thing, you know, like, Hey, let's, not bash him on social media, you know, let's just let him deal and live his life because he's got a lot, you know, of mental stuff going on and, you know, let's, you know, kind of support him. Yeah, what he did isn't okay, you know, kind of taking a father role, you know, on the team almost, you know, and kind of just being supportive and, you know, keeping the good vibes on the team with 
you know, the, I believe there's a coat situation. I mean, there was a lot of bad shit that happened with the Raiders in this past season. So, I and with the addition of Devontae Adams, you know, um, the um, Hunter Renfro kind of story as well. He yeah. came out of nowhere. I don't even know where he was drafted in, you know, fantasy leagues. But um, a lot of people, he was still on the waiver wires because he wasn't a big name at the time. But nonetheless, he was, he, he I believe, is like top three for Raiders history in receptions for a season or something like that. He Renfro made a big difference as well. So mm-hmm. the addition with Renfro staying on with Carr, Devonte Adams, and that college, you know, experience and oh frick, what's it called? Um, compatibility, chemistry. Yeah, yeah that's chemistry, the word. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. I think they have a good. I, I think they got a decent chance. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm still rooting for them. Yeah. yeah, and then their offensive line. But yeah, I just feel like the thing, like the and two, like if you had went back before the season started, like nobody would have picked a, like the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl. I don't even think Bengals fans would have like no. nobody. They kind of came out of nowhere, and which I. But it's just kind of you know sometimes you just kind of think like and, and then what was the other game uh like there was the cowboys 49ers game and i think there were some you know like there were some like the controversial calls in that game i don't yep. know if i want to say good or bad calls but just definitely controversial so it's like what do you think about it and it's like wow what do you do you know what do you do with that so i, I like yeah I, that's kind of where that i'd say that conspiracy theory comes from i don't know if i'm like full gun ho on it but it's definitely popped into my mind like okay what's going on here like there's just yeah. some fishy things you yeah. know like is there it's really kinda... something going behind this yeah like cause... something yeah yeah honestly i honestly you know think at the end of the day they knew it was a home super bowl put all their chips in we're gonna get help you know basically home field advantage yeah basically right crowds probably mixed 50 50 i think they gotta like split it up somehow because I, I think you know if it's a home field you know, game, I don't think you can put all of the Rams fans in the same stadium. Is there, like, something in place to not have that happen at a Super Bowl, you know, Justin, for, like, fans purchasing tickets? Do you mean, like, certain amount of fans? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's not from each side? There may not be. There, How do there, you do there's a check no, on that? There's no limit. It just depends who buys them first. I suppose. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did not know that. Like, so there, there's, when you buy the tickets, there's no questionnaire. Who's your favorite team? That's true. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, because, you know what I mean? Because... If, let's just say it's a Packers Super Bowl, whatever, and every single Packers fan buys a ticket for the stadium, and every single fan there is a Packers fan. That that's an advantage right there. It truly is, you know. So I'm kind of surprised they don't have something in place. But at the same time, how many tickets are you selling? I don't know how you would put something in place like that either. But well, kind of to allude to that too, I was just thinking like the L.A. Rams. Like, who even is an L.A. Rams fan? Because if you think about it, like not like they've only been in L.A. how many years? Five I mean, years. Five years. Yeah, I was gonna say less, and, but yeah, look, I believe yeah. It, yeah. Look, look at that. I mean, that's like I think when they were let's see when they were the L.A. Well, I know it was the L.A. Raiders that became the Oakland Raiders, and then the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, I feel like those guys are hardcore. But you look at the Rams, though, a lot of their fans are probably from St. Louis, and it's just like, no. that's just that. No. They, no, not even yet. Everybody yeah. in St. Louis hates the Rams. Okay, yeah, that... Well, no. actually, well, I clarified that with Tony the other day because they don't hate the Rams, they hate the owner because he because he didn't want to re-sign a lease and buy a new stadium for St. Louis. He just said, all right, St. Louis sucks. We're out of here. We want to move to L.A. That's basically what happened, Dan. Yeah, so no one in St. Louis is cheering for the Rams. That's, or no, yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating, though, because you just think about it, it's like, yeah, that, and then, so, they, I mean, they, they really had to start fresh then. It's like, how many hardcore fans, it's like, I mean, the, like, you have, a, like, teams with such history, too. I mean, you've got, like, the, I mean, like, Packers, Bears, Cowboys, 49ers, I mean, Vikings, like, all those teams, like, those are vintage teams, and, 
I just think that really says a lot about that. So it is what it is, though, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, talking about vintage teams, you even mentioned the Packers, the Bears. That's the greatest rivalry in NFL history. What, they have the most meetings together, the most competitive. When you think of rivalries, I think of Bears-Packers. Who are the Vikings' rivals, even? The Packers. Sorry, are the Packers just Pack. everyone's rivals? Pretty much. That? Yeah, the Packers are rivals with everybody because they've been around so long. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, too, like the Vikings, they've got rivals, you know, a rivalry with Detroit and Chicago. That's not nearly as big as Correct. the one with the Green Bay Packers. So I mean, my first ever Vikings game was my freshman year of college, the first year in the new stadium, and they played the Lions and they lost. Really? In overtime on Golden Tate's like front flip, yeah, walk off touchdown. I, I remember watching that game, and they lost to the Lions two seasons in a row. And it wasn't until that third season that they beat Detroit at yep. U.S. Bank for whatever reason. Like I think too, they would win at Ford Field, so like they'd go into Detroit and win there. But then at U.S. Bank Stadium, they could not beat Detroit. Yep. So that you know, those are the division games are the best. Though I mean, when yep. they play the oh, Packers yeah. easily, I mean, and then the primetime ones too. Yep. Yeah, the, well, Monday night and Thursday night games, I mean, that's the only thing on, right? Everyone's yeah, watching. Yeah, everybody's yeah. watching. Yep, yep. Um, did, did you dabble into fantasy football? Did you do any fantasy yeah, football? I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually lost. So, like, that group of friends I talked like, uh, Nick and Nathan, we got a fantasy team going with some other college people from, or, like, friends from freshman year. Yeah. And basically, I so this past two seasons... I, I've lost the fantasy championship the past sure. two seasons. So yeah. my nickname in the chat right now is uh, Buffalo Bills. Back-to-back, yeah. <laughs> back, I mean, that's what happened to them, right? Yeah. Four in a row. Who knows? Yeah. After this season, yeah. they might have to change your nickname. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Trent, Trent might need that nickname here soon. Yeah. yeah. He went from winning the championship oh, to going up there? to last place. Oh, is that the trophy? Yeah. Oh. So, so, Luke, not yeah. this past season, but the season before, I had a fire team, and then... And I played Josh in the semifinals, and I played Devin Singletary as the running back, and he had Josh Allen as quarterback. In oh. the fourth quarter, I literally called at Josh screaming, and I was like, tell your selfish-ass, egotistical quarterback to hand the ball off. <laughs> <laughs> he ran in for, like, two touchdowns or three touchdowns that game. Josh Allen did. It's all about you. That's what I was saying. And then... So I was like, fuck, now the third place game. And it was the game, I had Alvin Kamara on my team. It was the season where he taught, where he broke the record for most rushing touchdowns in a game by yeah. a running oh back. Oh, my gosh. Cole, Cole, I texted Cole at halftime, and Kamara had already 40 points. At halftime. And, <laughs> and I was like, I just texted him and said, hey, Cole. He just wanted fuck you. I <laughs> <laughs> ended up winning third place. I was like, God damn it. If I had beaten Josh, I would have embarrassed Trenton in the championship yep. game. Because yeah. what happened was, so it was us three and then Cole, final four, right? I beat Cole and then Josh beat Justin, I believe. So yeah. we were in the championship. They were in the third How place game. You beat me by? It wasn't, we, wasn't our scores, much. I won like 198 or something. Yeah. Maybe not even that. And then their score was Justin had 180 points and Cole had 160 or something. Yeah. So no. Oh, no, no. I had, I had I had a hundred and seventy something, and Cole got one ten. Okay, yeah. yeah, but either way, because both even their teams my would have beat our championship yeah. match if they because would have made it on. My quarterback went off to God. Who was my quarterback? It was Aaron Rodgers. Oh uh, yeah, sure. No, and it gets better too. Like that's always what I got teased about my team because I had like Delvin Cook and uh, Kirk Cousins, and everybody was like, and then my other quarterback was. Uh, 
Cardinals quarterback. Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I had so I had those guys and like people are like, oh yeah, look, why do you got Kirk Cousins? But whenever I started Kirk, I mean he did pretty well. He got 20 points, but I was I, I was killing it throughout the season. Like I think I even had like the first seed or second seed, and it was just kind of one of those like, all right, is this the year? Because I, I haven't won a fantasy football championship and now I have yeah. two years in a row. Yeah. So it's just kind of one of those, all right, maybe let's let's give it another go. Like because you know we've got a you know, I mean, it's been like a five-year league here now, so yeah. like six, six, yeah, five or six years. So it's, uh, yeah. I love those types of things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I had Jamar Chase last year. So for the championship game, that's when he put up that like sixty points or whatever. Yeah, the he final had, game. Yeah, he had like three hundred yards and like two touchdowns or something like that. Yep, that was pretty sweet. Yep, yep. I was telling Luke on the way here. So my Madden twenty-two franchise team, I did a fantasy draft, and I, I I've done. Five, six of them, and I keep getting Devonta Adams or um, Cooper Cup as my wide yep. receiver. Yeah, they're fun, you know, whatever. But I'm like, all right, I want to play as Jamar Chase, bro. I want to play with Jamar Chase. I want to throw the ball to Jamar Chase. So first round, I end up picking Joe Burrow as my quarterback. Second round, Jamar Chase. <laughs> Third round, Adam Thielen. Like, bro, that Gronkowski, my tight end, like just stupid stack. So- and Jamar Chase is an 86 overall in Madden. It, that's good, you know, but it, OBJ is 86, you know, yeah. so it's good, but Devonta Adams is 99 overall, right? So, yeah. so you throw the ball to Jamar Chase, he plays like Devonta Adams, even though he's an 86 overall. Yeah. It's so, freaking nuts, dude. So hear me out. I just looked up the most fantasy put, most fantasy points put up in a game. So that day I beat Cole, Alvin Kamara put up 56.2 points. In your uh, semifinal game, Jamar Chase put up 55.6. Kamara's yep. fourth place, Chase is 55. The most fantasy points all time in a game is Jamal Charles on December 15th, 2013. He put oh, up yeah. 59.5 points. Yep. I, I forget what game that On the Chiefs, that right? Uh, yeah, with the yep. Chiefs against Oakland. Jamal Charles 200, was my 215 <laughs> yards rushing, five rushing touchdowns, 20... <laughs> or wait. Yeah, 20... Wait a minute. Okay, no, actually, so 20 rushing yards, one touchdown, 195 receiving yards, four receiving touchdowns. 195 yeah. receiving yards, even? Jesus Christ. And when, so let's look at me and Josh's. So for Kamara, he got me 17 receiving yards and, or wait, hold on. So Alvin Kamara, 17 receiving yards, rushing yards, 155, and six rushing touchdowns. Jamar Chase put up 266 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's so many points. And, too, when you mentioned that, too, that wouldn't even have been my first guess. I would have guessed either, like, Peyton Manning with those seven touchdowns against the Baltimore Ravens, or I know, but there's been a couple of quarterbacks. Like, I think Nick Foles, he had a seven-touchdown game, too, and I think maybe somebody else, too, I can't think of. But, yeah, that that would be my guess. But it's like, holy cow, though. That's a lot of, I mean, you would easily... Win that game. I mean, no problem. From looking yeah. at this list, Easily. I think this is. I think this is non-quarterbacks. <laughs> okay, got it. Because that's what you really pay attention to. Because the quarterbacks throw the goddamn balls. Oh, yeah. But that's the big thing too. Like obviously in fantasy, right? Running back scores a touchdown. It's six points, I believe. You know, regular scoring. Yeah, and then, it's all six for a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. What? Even no, not throwing though. Because throwing, it's. I feel like for a quarterback sure is less. Is, I feel like throwing is six too. <sighs> Maybe I'm wrong, but actually. Hmm. I thought it was like half the points as a receiving touchdown, but I could be wrong as well. It's been a minute, and I I looked. I I tried to do a mock draft like two nights ago, 
And then, I'm just curious of where people are right now at this point. I, I gotta wait. So and it's actually, like more accurate. But. So ninth place, I do remember this week, Josh, Jonathan Taylor scored 53.4 mm, yep. points with, with uh, Taylor, 184 yeah. rushing yards, four touchdowns, 19 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown. Yes, I had last season I had Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, um, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Oh yeah, dude. Just my, team was, my team was just When you picked Jamar Chase, bro. I was like, who the fuck is that? You, nobody knew it about him. I told Trenton. He's, I, I think Trenton him. was the only person I told about him. And I was like, dude, you you want Jamar Chase. And, like, he's playing with Joe Burrow. Like, you want Jamar Chase. And I drafted him in, like, the third round or the fourth round or something. And everybody was like, yeah. you're an idiot. And I was like, just just watch. You'll I see. I didn't think you were an idiot. I was like, who is this Yeah, guy? dude. But, but then you said he was a rookie. And I was like, hmm, you must have faith. Toad. We picked two rookies, Najee who's Harris. Najee Harris and, and yeah. Who was yeah. your defense? defense was it indianapolis yeah indianapolis i actually traded somebody for, in the draft i traded somebody for it was that keegan i don't remember I, somebody keegan picked indianapolis colts defense and i wanted them so i traded him my next pick for uh the, the colts yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> that was yeah, a good trade there's too one person in our league ricky play for four <laughs> weeks and then just never check his lineup again he actually he went, did three. okay. I think every league's yeah. got somebody like that. So like, was yeah, so so Trenton yeah. was winless, and I texted Ricky, bro, fucking check your lineup. We want to keep Trenton winless. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had, and he like, never three responded. players in on bye week and an injury or something. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lost his phone at that point. He, so had, three, like, I won. <laughs> he had three fucking quarterbacks. Yeah. And he had some great players. I was like, bro, I would kill for those fucking players, and you're just sitting down not even using them. Yep. A lot of them left on the bench, and me as commissioner, I'm like, huh, I could update this lineup, but I'm not going to. Nope, nope. I just love, he was telling me, he's like, I'm going to beat your ass in fantasy this year at the bars, and I was like, really? Are you going to play past week three? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yep. I was like, hmm. I don't even think he that. set his lineup the first week. I don't know. Maybe the first week, that's about it, though, yeah. 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 He didn't You're, do a whole lot after that. Uh, Josh, what was, oh, yeah. I like big titties. <laughs> and the picture was, you still have no ideas who those were. I have no idea. Yeah, Trenton Years was, what was your name? Team name? A Waddle My Wood. Yours was Waddle My Wood. Yeah, Jalen Waddle and Robert Woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I put it, put their last names in a team name. I like big titties, dude. That's a, that's a staple now. No. So my, um, <laughs> the staple. first year I played with you guys, my name, I actually looked back at my history. Mine was Smoking Jays because of the Jay Cutler meme with him always with a cigarette. Oh, in his yeah. Mouth. <laughs> and then I moved to Trump Train because it was election year and I had my profile picture, like that picture of Trump on a tank with a gun. <laughs> and then, so obviously the election, Joe Biden's president. So I switched it to Let's Go Brandon. Yep. Because oh. that started tre- trending. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, what if I? I think I had like one time Cookie Monster, like for Delvin Cook. Oh, that yeah. was pretty good. And That's then good oh, what was another good one too? Or I've seen like Adams was Hot Chub Time Machine. <laughs> yep, like for uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. Any one of those like with the the nicknames, I always feel like is good. Yep. So anything Fucking, like that. What was cute? Yeah. Swazzy. Swazzy, baby. I don't get it. I don't mean it. Keegan's was just stupid. Fucking right. Yeah. And then Ricky taking the dub. They took the L that year. There was, a, what was Nick's? I think Nick had a good name. I forget. 
I don't know. It doesn't matter. You, you can ever get really creative with those fantasy names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like I like to use the last names as an if if I can get yeah. creative enough creative enough and you know put something together or figure something out. I've googled it too. You know, like okay, I got this player. What can I make out of it? You know, or the, the last Bra- name or something. The Brady Bunch. That's a good see. Yeah, see, yeah, there's there a ton out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see if I change this. Oh, I, I think I had to uh, red hot Matt Stafford or like because he had just been traded to the Rams, so I was like, all right, I'm red hot Matt or like you know yeah. something like that or yeah. I, I like that. And then yeah. I think I had one like it was something with uh like I oh I know like her, so in our league Ryan Herbolt or like he's the one that doesn't check our lineup or he's in antique so. Uh, he he's always that guy, and he had a good one. It was like Winona State Warriors because he did his grad school program there. So like that was something that was like just related to him, frankly, oh, or you know sure. just a fun Some, one. Something just yeah. popped in my head. Yeah. What if <clears throat> so I keep my name, <clears throat> but every week when I if I lose, I change my team name in my picture. I did that, and then I have the picture of the Joe Biden pointing, and it points at my score. I did that. <laughs> that would be creative. Yeah. People would get a bang out of that. You could do that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely want to go into fantasy this year being a little bit of a troll, but I do want to. Because yeah. last season, I didn't really look into football. I don't know. Yeah, you I definitely got really a troll. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. am a troll. No, yeah, <laughs> I think that's half the fun. I feel like it's yeah, just. Oh, there was everybody. a good, there was a good name with Le'Veon Bell, or going back to that. I can't think of what T-Bell. that. Was. Yeah, it was. Maybe that was yeah. it. Yeah, there, are, there were a few good ones with that. Yeah, there's a ton of them. The out Liberty there. Bell, Mahomes. Um, the random question. Then we first should probably cut this one off because we're doing good on time. Justin, uh, question for you because I we talked about this on the way here and yeah. just how terrible this football team is and you know how they should kind of recover in this next you know upcoming NFL draft within this next week. Uh, the New England Patriots. Um, what uh, what 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 do you think that they need? They don't really have a you know they got Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Good, fine. Whip to do. He threw eight passes one game and they still won. Not a big deal. No, he threw three. See, even yeah. worse. Yeah, against even the worse. Bills. <laughs> even worse. Yeah. But they still won. What do they need? What do they need? What are they lacking? What do you think? So listen, I was saying really like it was wide receivers, but at the same time, like the wide receivers that really succeeded, no one really knew who they were. Right. I mean, people knew who Kendrick Bourne yeah. was, but he they were all he, he overachieved. Ex, yeah. Um. What's the word? Expectations. Expectations. Yep. But then we really, I was saying wide receiver, but then we picked up that stud from the Dolphins. What's his name? Parker? Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. Yeah. He's a good addition. I think that that's a good wide receiver we have. Um, because obviously now there isn't really stars on the market anymore, but right. Parker's good. Um, yeah. You can get Julio Jones. He's still out there. I is think. he still out there? I'm almost positive. Because he got cut by the Titans two, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. I haven't seen if anyone's See, picked him up yet. If but. Damian Harris didn't, if Damian Harris, I was going to say running back, but my dad told me about Damian Harris two years ago. He didn't really do much in his rookie year, but my dad said, just watch. He's going to do incredible. That's a guy you should probably pick up on fantasy next yep. season. He's a stud. I had him he last year. really he exceeded expectations. He lived up to the hype. He was looking good. As for, as for needs, I think we need more of... I want to say we need more cornerbacks because I know... J.C. Jackson's gone. Um, who's the other guy? I, Malcolm Butler's coming back, too. Yep, saw that. Really? But, is, oh. but how has he been since? Has he, has he yeah. been meh? Meh. 
Yeah, but his best play ever was with New England. That was in Super Bowl Forty Nine. So it's good to have him back. We're gonna miss J.C. Jackson a lot. He's God, he the best put, corner in the league. Yeah, putting up, putting up multiple interceptions. I think he finished. No, there's um the guy with the Cowboys who led the league in interceptions. Trevon Diggs. Yeah, so I would just say defensive back safeties because. I know one of the McCordy twins left, and Devin's on his way out. He'll still play. I think he'll be productive, but I won't be think he's as good. I think they should really focus on bringing in defensive backs and offensive linemen. That's what I think. Yeah, sure. Because wasn't Mac Jones the most sacked quarterback in the league? I think so. Or no, it was Joe Burrow. That's who it was. Yeah, but I think Mac up. was. I think Mac was right behind them, though. So I re- I was actually listening to a podcast while I was chopping wood yesterday at Patriots Podcast, and they were saying the wide receivers, the offensive line, and the D-backs. So that's what I think we really need. We already traded away our first-round draft pick because, I don't know, Bill Belichick tries. I was even thinking because Bill Belichick never picks anything good in the first round. He kind of plays like a poker game with the other coaches. Yeah, You know, he trades and he gets all these late picks and all the other coaches are like, is this a fucking joke? Then he bluffs them, and he gets all these um, incredible picks in the later rounds. That's super funny. Yeah. He's just they, playing mind games. Yeah. Everyone thinks that just because you're in the first round, you're going to be a stud. That is not fucking yeah. true. Yeah. How's, your, how's your cord there, Trent? Yep, this uh, computer's dead now, thanks to your dog. Mm. Fucking bitch. That's but why yeah. I don't like you. With the addition of Parker, I think our offense will do just fine this year. Well, and to his method works, too, because, uh, I mean, you've seen all the success they had. I mean, it definitely, I mean, clearly, it's like I'm surprised more coaches don't do that because it's like, yeah, you want to trade away those. Like, I traded the first-round pick for more, like, you know, th- third- and fourth-round picks because I almost feel like more great guys come out of those rounds than they do out yeah. of the first and second, which is yeah. kind of ironic. It's like that's what you'd think, but I almost think, I mean, the method is, like, the more picks, the better easily. Yeah. and so. also... One of my philosophies is I'm not going to pick somebody solely based off skill. I want to pick you off coachability. And if I'm a great coach, I can morph you into a great player. You come in with the skills, okay, but that doesn't mean you're going to succeed. It means you're going to be an egomaniac who thinks, oh, I don't need you, coach. Just let me do my thing. Bill Belichick hates that. As soon as he hears that, you're out of here. You're gone. He wants to coachable players, somebody who can be with the Patriots culture that do your job, sign your job. This is what you have to do. Do it. He needs those coachable players, and that's what he loves. Yeah, I agree. Because you don't want another Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's very true. That's Probably very true. Don't want another one. Of those. It's like two. It's Do the same thing. Do you guys think he'll ever yeah. play in the NFL again? No. No. After so, yeah. when he got cut by the Patriots, um, in my sports class, they asked us, "Hey, uh, raise your hands. Do you think Antonio Brown will ever play in the NFL again?" I was the only person who raised my hand. And now after this shit happened, I don't think he'll ever play again. Yeah. I think he's yeah. done. It's like His too, attitude is too much. Yeah. It's like you got to go by attitude and character. And it's like it's the same thing. Like we saw it in, like in a fraternity, too. That's what we, we solely be, go based off of character giving bits. And you mm. see it in a job interview, too. People, they don't even go by. You can teach anybody really any skill. They go by personality, and it's like, that's huge. I mean, I think you can just see it in football, too. It's like the coaches, they're really, that's what it's all about, character and personality, really. Because you don't come in being a Hall of Famer. The coaches make you into a Hall of Famer. It's kind of like that big debate. Was it Belichick or Brady? It's 50-50, in my opinion. 
because every behind every great player there's a great coach. Yeah. Could you imagine Tom Brady playing for fucking um, God? Who's name a horrible coach? L- Leslie Frazier. Leslie, exactly. exactly. Yeah, former Vikings <laughs> coach. Yeah, I was going to say he was awful. Or who was yeah. the you mean Brad the Childress? Buffalo Bills yeah, defensive he, well, coordinator? He was uh, like a little bit better, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah, he was, but because he took him to the 09 championship against the Saints. So yeah. he's a little and decent, but yeah. <laughs> because I remember, I think like a month or two ago, we talked about so how much of a good play is the coach and the player? Because obviously the coach is not the one throwing the ball. And my whole thing was, so the players focused, okay, this is what play we're going to run, this and that. The coach is looking at the other team, which players are coming in. We have a plan for those players, what play will work well. And that's up to the coach. And they say, all right, run this play, and it's up to the players to execute it. So, yeah. It's true. That's true. It's just like a, like a battlefield, you know. Hey, go and uh, you know, dig this trench here. Oh, sorry, wrong spot. You guys just got bombed. You know, you can uh, <laughs> yeah. send them out for you know good uh, good intentions, or you can send them out to get screwed as well. Yep. So. And there's another saying: some guys are just college coaches too. Some college coaches just can't make it in the NFL. Nick Saban's the perfect example. Probably the greatest college coach of all time. Horrible NFL coach. Coached three seasons with the Dolphins, and he was really bad. Yeah. The only examples of success are. Carroll and a couple others. I feel like he just got the one, and that was that was pretty and, much it. Right? And he also coached in the NFL before he coached college too. Oh really? He coached the Patriots. Hmm. Heck, and that I did not know. That I did not know. Well, we are definitely past our tor- normal time for this episode. If you made it this far, thanks for staying with us. Luke, how was your uh, first experience on the podcast? It was awesome. I'll, I'll definitely be back anytime, so I appreciate it a lot, guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely, that. definitely. Thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, absolutely. It was awesome yours, to have you. Yours in the bond, 756. Hell yeah. There you go. There you go. After Barry Bonds, uh, do steroids. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) Only hugs, no drugs. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're listening on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that heart and make it green. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Wait, wait, our hearts red? Not on Spotify, they're green. Make sure you turn it green. (laughs) All right, bet. Peace. Peace. I like how she move it. I like how she move it. I got that new whip. Go get a dude trip. Like how she move it. I like how she move it.